Louisville City FC is on the air. Winder on the rebound, and he scores! Elijah Winder gives Louisville the lead! Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Oh, what a beauty! Dylan Maris! Top-class stuff to give Louisville a one to nothing lead! Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Louisville City is away from home tonight for a crucial Eastern Conference game against the Birmingham Legion, a team that came from behind to defeat Lou City at Lynn Family Stadium earlier this season. It's fifth place versus seventh place in the Eastern Conference and a potential playoff preview with a lot on the line. The game taking place this evening at Protective Stadium in Alabama, but we are broadcasting to you live from Lynn Family Stadium. That's because Racing Louisville has a momentous occasion tonight. A crowd of 10,000-plus expected to be on hand this evening as Racing Louisville fills the fam against Angel City. L.A. coming to town for what could be one of the most important games in Racing Louisville history. I'm Jeff Milby, former Louisville City midfielder George Davis IV is alongside and Spencer Brown is our producer back in the ESPN 680 and 1057 ESPN Louisville studios. And George, while we are here to broadcast the Louisville City game, and of course we'll bring you all of the action starting at 5.30 when the game kicks off down in Alabama, I think it's uh, poignant of us and important of us to talk about this racing Louisville game tonight. That's why we're here. Hopefully is the game that we're broadcasting to your rolls along. You'll start to hear some of the atmosphere build at Lynn Family Stadium. A record crowd for racing Louisville is going to be on hand tonight. And if you're out there in Louisville driving in your car, enjoying your Saturday afternoon, trying to figure out what your Saturday evening plans are, you got a couple of hours for a 7.30 kick here at Lynn Family Stadium. It's going to be a record crowd, going to be a terrific atmosphere. The World Cup players, many of them, are back with Racing Louisville tonight, and it's a hugely important game for them, just two points out of the playoffs. So let's start there and talk about racing and what, what – is happening here at Lynn Family Stadium tonight before we get into Louisville City. It's going to be a great atmosphere, 10,000-plus, the most ever on hand for a racing Louisville game. Yeah, I would love to see an all-time crowd tonight here at Lynn Family Stadium. You know, there's always a bit of excitement, uh, kind of a rush uh, after a World Cup, and so it's nice to see that the city is getting behind racing Louisville and expecting 10,000-plus tonight. So uh, we're playing against a really good opponent in Angel City, and as you said, the World Cup players are back, so I'm sure they're – they're excited to get back on the pitch for those that will be playing tonight. And for the others, it'll be great to, to feel that love from all the community and all of the city coming to support at Lynn Family Stadium. Over 10,000 tickets sold as of this morning, so they're working their way up to close to 11,000, I would imagine, by kickoff. Tickets still available for you if you're out there listening. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets, 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y is the phone number. And, of course, you can just roll up to the stadium and somebody will help you buy a ticket to find your way into the game. You mentioned the World Cup heroes, George. That's one of the big reasons why the crowd is going to be so big tonight. Savannah DeMello is back. Uchina Kanu of Nigeria is back. Uh, Wang Shuang of China is back. And then Ari Borges of Brazil have all returned. Timbi Katlana and Alex Chidiak still remain out. Chidiak just played in the third place game this morning, by the way, in the World Cup. Um, but it's great to see those four players back. And, of course, everybody here really excited about Savannah DeMello. Got to start two games for the U.S. in the World Cup. She's blossoming into a huge star for this racing Louisville team. And to have her back out there tonight, 
back in Louisville, I would expect that this record crowd tonight will give her the hero's welcome and all the World Cup players the hero's welcome that they deserve returning home. Yeah, it'll be awesome to see. You know, like I said, the excitement that she probably has after uh, maybe an unexpected, you know, selection in the World Cup team. And then on top of that, uh, being able to get two starts and, and play a significant role for that team. Uh, we know what she's capable of uh, before she left for the World Cup. She was scoring goals and creating lots of chances. So uh, I, I would love to see her uh, have a nice, confident night tonight and show us uh, some of her uh, capabilities, but not just her, all the other players. So as as the World Cup was going on, some of our, our the rest of our team was performing, and they were putting in good good performances and getting results. So uh, to see a lift from everybody, and then those that were here say, "Let's go, we're gonna we're gonna finish the season strong." And so uh, to see that there's gonna be a big crowd to witness it even better. Uh, let's see what they can do tonight. Yeah, and you mentioned the finishing out the season strong. Seven games left for Racing Louisville. They're just two points out of the playoffs right now. So everything on the table, that was the goal coming into the season right here in year three, was to make the playoffs. The Challenge Cup success has been wonderful, but the season was always going to be measured on whether or not this team made the playoffs. This is certainly the deepest into a season that they've been in playoff contention. So a hugely important game tonight as they return to regular season play after five weeks away from the regular season. They played some Challenge Cup games, but really a break in the season for the World Cup. So with seven games to go, the push for the playoffs starts tonight. So again, if you're out and about and you want to come out to the game, tickets available, racingluefc.com slash tickets, and make your way to Lynn Family Stadium. Somebody in the ticket booth will certainly be able to uh, sell you a ticket and get you into the stadium tonight. A crowd of 10,000-plus expected to be on hand. The record crowd, uh, the record number of ticket sales has already been set, so we'll see exactly how high that number gets for racing Louisville tonight against Angel City here at Lynn Family Stadium. As we mentioned, Louisville City there in Alabama taking on the Birmingham Legion. We will begin to preview that game, which we are broadcasting to you tonight here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. When we return, you're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. The summer weather has probably taken a toll on your roof, and you may not even be aware. So take a look at your roof, and if you have any kind of damage, call Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. They'll work with your insurance company and go to bat for you if they have to so you can get the coverage you deserve. Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal replaced my roof four years ago, and they did great work and timely work. And that's what Carlin has done since 1984. 458-9898 or online at carlinroofs.com. That's C-A-R-L-O-N roofs.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a 
special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at NansenCraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to our pregame coverage here of Louisville City as they take on the Birmingham Legion tonight down at Protective Stadium in Alabama. This is a game that you may remember from a few weeks ago here at Lynn Family Stadium. Birmingham came from behind to win that game two goals to one over Louisville City. And each of the two goals for Birmingham in the second half came off of corner kicks. And set-piece defending has become a little bit of a problem for Louisville City over the last month or so. It's something that Danny Cruz has been frustrated with, Louisville City's head coach, especially after last Saturday at Lynn Family Stadium. Rio Grande Valley tied the game 1-1 off of a corner kick. So set-piece defending, a little bit of an issue for Louisville City. Here's what Danny Cruz had to say about that this week when he spoke to reporters. In the last five games, we've given up four goals, and uh, I'm sorry, we've given up five goals, and four of them have been set pieces. So it's pretty clear where we need to be better um, from that side of it. I still felt uh, against RGV, we certainly created enough in the run of play, um, but we have to be sharper on set pieces. There's no question about it. The group has been playing well for me um, in the run of play, certainly, but we have to manage the throw-ins. We have to manage the uh, uh, set piece, defensive set pieces. Um, and that's an area that we've been focused on. From a personnel standpoint, um, the guys are doing a good job. We've created more opportunities in these last four games than we probably had combined in the eight games before that. So um, I'm confident in where the group is. It's just making sure we shore up the small details become so important and set pieces become so important, uh, especially as you get into this part of the season. It's back-to-back ties for Louisville City against Charleston and Rio Grande Valley, but it is four games unbeaten for Louisville City heading into tonight's game at Birmingham. And as Danny Cruz mentioned, George, little details. I mean, they've gotten a lot of the the big changes that they needed to right the ship correct. Moving to that back-five formation, which we will see again tonight for Danny Cruz's team. Now it's about cleaning up little things and set-piece defense I think would fall under that. What have you made of of the set-piece defense for Louisville City over the last few weeks, and what do you expect from that tonight? I would imagine that's been one of the focuses in training this week. Well, you know, if it's it's not one thing, it's another. You know, it's it's nice to hear that they're creating chances and he's happy with what's going on in the final third. Um, But as you know, you know, set-pieces are so important, such an important part of the game. Uh, At the highest level in the world, uh, set-pieces are are a difference-maker. So I think just having a little lack of uh, concentration and focus in those moments, understanding how valuable the, the individual duel is uh, when defending set pieces, uh, and just the willingness to, to go be brave uh, and win, win, the, win the contest. So uh, I don't think it's something to worry about. You can tell that, that Coach Cruz has put a huge emphasis on it with the guys in the locker room, and I'm sure they were working on it diligently uh, throughout the week. So uh, we'll see if they can respond tonight and, and uh, have a, a good response from the last time they played Birmingham. The last time they did play Birmingham, that was July 22nd. Birmingham winning that 2-1, to one, as we've mentioned. Since then, though, 
Birmingham has struggled. Two, uh, three consecutive losses followed by a tie in their most recent game against Sacramento their last time out. That was a 1-1 score. So this is a team that coming off of that, what I would imagine would have been an emotionally lifting victory to come into Lynn Family Stadium and come from behind to win against Louisville City. They've not been able to capitalize on any of that momentum. Part of that has been some injuries. Tyler Pasher, we remember, went out in that game. One of the more talented players on this Birmingham roster. He has returned for a game since then. But it's been some bad form of late for Birmingham, uh, just just to be frank, coming into this game. So this is a team that's going to be hungry to have another good performance at home and get a win so they can uh, close or rather increase that gap between them and the playoff line. They're down to seventh place now uh, in the standings, Birmingham. So they're going to be desperate to have another good performance against Louisville City tonight. Yeah, you know, like you said, you get down to this part of the season and the points become more and more valuable, it seems. Uh, that's why it's so important to get those points throughout the year. You know, I was a bit surprised when I saw the, the poor form that Birmingham has had over the last, you know, since the victory here at Lynn Family, as you mentioned. That should, uh, you would have thought that would have been a huge boost for the team and the roster, but injuries can play a role in that. Uh, but like you said, they still have quality. Tyler Pastor seems to be back in the round in it, so uh, got to be looking out for him. We know what he's capable of. Uh, Juan Agadello, Nico Brett, these guys can score goals. So it's going to be important for the back five for Louisville City to, to stay strong and be disciplined tonight, and then those guys are going to be searching on set pieces, so let's lock them up. Yeah, the names are certainly talented. Enzo Martinez, Juan Agadello, Nico Brett, all talented, dangerous goal scorers proven in this league over the last several years. So despite the poor run of form, Birmingham, a very difficult opponent for Louisville City to face tonight. We'll bring you the starting lineups when we return. Louisville at Birmingham taking on the Legion at Protective Stadium. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. The collection of items in our household from Louisville Furniture is up to four now. Two dressers, a bed, and a table in our house have all come from Louisville Furniture. Why? Simple, because they have great furniture at great prices. And maybe the biggest reason, they have so many items in stock in their warehouse. That means it can be in your home in a matter of days. And right now for their 4th of July special, Louisville Furniture has deep discounts up to 65% off and 0% financing options available as well. That's Louisville Furniture right by the Middletown Water Towers. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today.
Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by Breeze Airways. We'll be, we will begin with Louisville City, where Danny Cruz makes just one change to the 11 that tied 2-2 with Rio Grande Valley. That change is Amadou Dia, who returns to the starting lineup at left wing back. Manny Perez goes to the bench, and Oscar Jimenez moves to right wing back tonight. It's Oliver Zimla in goal. Joining Dia and Perez along the back line is that back three that we've seen for four consecutive games, now five. Kyle Adams, Wes Sharpie, and Sean Tosh. In the midfield, it's Tyler Gibson, Rasmus Tellefson, Elijah Winder, and Dylan Maras. The last two names, the goal scorers last week in the 2-2 tie against Rio Grande Valley. And then Cameron Lancaster is the starting center forward tonight for Louisville City. 10-7-7, and 37 points. That's good for fifth place in the Eastern Conference for head coach Danny Cruz. For the Birmingham Legion, a very familiar lineup, a number of familiar faces, including Matt Van Okel, the 36-year-old, starts for the 17th time in goal. In front of him, a back four that includes Moses Mensa at left back, Fonwell Cavita and Alex Cronule at center back, and then Colin Smith, an FC Dallas Loney at right back. In the midfield, it's Matthew Corcoran along with Prosper Kasim. Enzo Martinez occupies an attacking midfield spot along with Diba Nwegbo and Nico Brett. And then the forward tonight, Juan Agadello, former U.S. men's national team player uh, from years past. He is in his second season with the Birmingham Legion. They come in with a record of 9-11-3, 30 points in the standings. That is good for seventh place in the Eastern Conference, four points clear of the playoff cut line as it stands, uh, playing for head coach Tom Sohn in his fourth season at the helm down in Birmingham. Our referee tonight, Matthew Corrigan. He will be the man in the middle controlling this evening's game. Kickoff coming your way next. This has been the Breeze Airways starting lineup. It is Louisville City against the Birmingham Legion here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. We are in the thick of summer and with the hottest days of the year ahead, you're about to find out how strong your cooling system is. And if you find out that it's not ready for the long summer, then call DFH company 968-6222. Right now, when you buy a complete train HVAC system, receive 18 months special financing and a 10 year parts and labor warranty. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH 968-6222 or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. 
Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1-50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome back. We are just moments from kickoff down in Birmingham, Alabama at Protective Stadium where it is hot in late August. 91 degrees, 0% chance of precipitation, so the heat might be a factor tonight. We might see some hydration breaks as the game goes on, but at this stage in the summer, that's fairly typical for both of these teams to have uh, having played out in some heat. Louisville City on the road tonight at the Birmingham Legion, 5th place versus 7th place in those Eastern Conference standings. And as we mentioned in the pregame, some revenge on the line for Lou City tonight after they gave up a one-goal lead and fell by a final score of 2-1 to one to Birmingham at Lynn Family Stadium back on July 22nd. And by the way, that was the last, the most recent Birmingham Legion victory. Four straight games without a win for them, while Louisville City is four games unbeaten, back-to-back ties following back-to-back wins, all under this new five-back formation for Danny Cruz and company. On the road, George, always a difficult place to go for this team. Um, they've been good on the road this season, though. What do you expect in terms of both the, the environment, the, the heat down in Alabama, playing on the road? Always a difficult test. Yeah, difficult test with Birmingham. It seems to get chippy every time we go to Birmingham to play them. Uh, difficult team to play against. Uh, they're organized. Uh, and as you said, they have dangerous players all over the field that can punish you. So, uh, we we have been really good on the road this year, uh, almost better than at home. So uh, we'll see that uh, the guys are, are off to it and, and look to put in a good performance. We are underway. Louisville City moving from left to right in the first half, wearing their purple on the road. And perhaps with that heat on the artificial surface, Birmingham electing to go with a change look with white uniforms at home. They have three options, black, red, and white, but with the temperature over 90 degrees with a late afternoon kickoff, you can certainly understand uh, Birmingham electing to go with white at home before a relatively sparse crowd at Protective Stadium. It is a football field, home to the UAB Blazers college football program, uh, but certainly a sparse crowd, but they'll make their voices heard, I'm sure, as the game goes on. Van Oakel, the goalkeeper for Birmingham, under some pressure, has to go long, and it's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the left in the defensive half. We've played exactly a minute in this game, and Louisville with their first touches of the ball here. They've got it along the back line with Sean Tosh, who once again wears the captain's armband. A long diagonal down the far sideline for Amadou Dia. Can he bring it down? He can't. Just skips off of his toes, and it's out for a Birmingham throw on the far side, the Birmingham right in the defensive final third for the Legion. Yeah, Lou City not wasting any time there. Tosh's first touch, and he hits a big diag to try to find Dia, who's getting high and wide, so... Uh, it might be a bit of a tactic uh, early on to get the ball forward, uh, not absorb as much pressure, and try to be on the front foot. Louisville wins the ball back in the attacking half. They have it here with Cameron Lancaster. He lets it go from about 30 yards away, drove it with his right foot, and it was well, well wide in the end by about eight yards to the right of the right post, uh, to the left of the right post um, from Matt Van Oakle's perspective, the goalkeeper for Birmingham. It's a goal kick. For the Legion, they try and build out of the back here. They have it with Mensa, the left back on the near sideline. Plays a ball on the ground forward looking for Nwegbo, and Nwegbo has it defended off of his feet out for a throw. Last touch by Louisville City. So a Birmingham throw on the near side, the left. A throw comes in for Mensa to Kavita. 
And Kavita swings it all the way across the field to the right side of the formation. That's Colin Smith, the right back. Smith plays it forward. It's back to him now, still in the defensive half. Smith trying a long diagonal. It's chested back by Nwegbo. Mensa with it now, defended closely by Dylan Maris, still in the defensive half. He turns and plays it backwards to Kavita. Louisville pressing forward. Now in the middle of midfield, dropping deep there is Enzo Martinez, and he has space to turn and walk the ball forward. He's into the center circle now, moving to the midfield stripe. Now he crosses into the attacking half, drifting to the right side. He plays it down that far sideline and a decent ball. Can he catch up to it for Birmingham? He can't on the end line. The player making the run there, I believe that is Colin Smith that was bombing forward from right back. Couldn't catch up to that decent ball. A good idea from Martinez. Just a little bit too heavy, and it's out for a Louisville City goal kick. Yeah, he's one that can pick out a pass. I was going to compliment the group for uh, getting pressure to the ball early on, and then they let this player, Enzo Martinez, uh, get some time and get his head up. Uh, can't be doing that uh, in this game as he's a player that's capable of uh, playing penetrating passes and creating chances for the, other pon the opponent. Sorry. So it's a goal kick here for Louisville City, and their rookie goalkeeper, Oliver Zimla, who starts tonight for the 21st time in his professional career out of Marshall. He hits the goal kick long into the attacking half for Louisville City in exchange of possession. And here comes Birmingham forward, coming down the middle with uh, an opportunity maybe, but Louisville City has some good numbers back. It's Nwagbo to the left of the box, dribbling in against Jimenez. Turns and plays it backward to Prosper Kasim on the inside left. And now middle of the field it goes to Corcoran in the midfield, a teenager who has been a regular starter for this team. Along the far side, the right, it's with Martinez. He's got Smith outside of him. Smith plays it back to Alex Cronule, who's playing well forward. Now goes to Fanuel Cavita, the center back in the center circle. A little bit of a loose touch. Lancaster lurking around, so Cavita plays it back to Van Ockel, who's 30 yards out of his box here. Van Ockel hits a long ball from the right side to the left, looking for Nuegbo. It's headed out by Oscar Jimenez. It'll be a Birmingham throw on the near side, the left. Four and a half minutes gone in this game, 0-0 our score. Just back and forth. And so far, the majority of the possession with Birmingham. Corcoran, a ball down the middle. In the boxes, Nuegbo on the left side. Can he keep it in play? Sharpie's there defending. He does keep it in play. Agadello, a good cross. Into the back post. Here's Enzo Martinez, a chance, and a goal for Birmingham. The host strike within the opening five minutes. And it's Enzo Martinez, a longtime thorn in Louisville City's side. And he scores for the ninth time this season. Martinez, the 32-year-old. One of the better players in the USL over the last decade, and he puts Birmingham ahead very early inside the opening five minutes. Louisville City behind. It's Birmingham one, Louisville nothing down at Protective Stadium in Alabama. Not the way you want to start, giving up a lot of possession. We just mentioned the player, Martinez, and how he was dangerous, and he finds himself almost inside the six uh, with no pressure. So I would like to compliment Nuegua. What a touch. You know, the, think the ball's going out of bounds. He does an excellent job to keep it in play ultimately leads to a goal. Martinez, 32 years old, out of Uruguay, playing in his 11th season as a pro. You may remember him with the Charlotte Independence for a number of years. He scored a hat trick against Louisville City way back in 2017 with Charlotte, and he adds to his goal-scoring total against the boys in purple tonight, the first of the game, his 78th career professional goal. And here Louisville City turns it over once again. Kasim trying to seemingly look like Chip, the goalkeeper from about midfield, just didn't get his foot around it well enough, and it's ultimately a comfortable stop for Zimla. Here comes Louisville City, though. Ball over the top for Amadou Dia, and the flag goes up. Dia down the far sideline was in acres of space, but the flag goes up to thwart that opportunity for Louisville City. An offside call and a free kick here to Birmingham in their defensive half just outside of the box. 
It's a few times now Diaz getting really high and wide trying to be the outlet for the group. Uh, if he can continue to do that, I'm sure he can create some dangerous. We can get service and get numbers into the box. Dia credited with an assist last week, up to three assists on the season for him. He's making his 201st appearance as a professional, regardless of league tonight for Louisville City. It's back to Van Ockel, the Birmingham goalkeeper, and under some pressure, he has to hit it long into the attacking half. Martinez there to try and knock it back to a teammate. He wanted a foul, but no foul called, and the only player there to recover it was Rasmus Tellefsen for Louisville City, and the boys in purple are on the ball in their defensive half, moving from left to right. It is Tosh into the middle. It goes to West Sharpie, and now wide left to Kyle Adams, the left of the three center backs. He swings his left foot through it, hits it long down the far sideline, knocked away by the back line of Birmingham, and it's out for a throw to Louisville on the far side, the left, about 15 yards in the attacking half. Dia takes the throw into Dylan Maris, tried to first time clip it through to Cameron Lancaster, it looked like, but Birmingham there to clean it up, and Van Ockel hits it long out of danger, the goalkeeper. It's up to the midfield stripe, and it's out for a Birmingham throw on the far side, the Birmingham right. Bit of a response from Louisville City since the goal. They're playing a lot more direct, bypassing the midfield. Uh, I don't know if that's a tactic or it's just the only solution that they have at the moment. So Birmingham with the ball on the far side. It'll be Smith to take it, the right back. And it goes to Martinez, returns it to Smith, and now he swings it to Cavita, the left of the two center backs. Now Mensa, the left back. He's at the midway line, crosses into the attacking half, plays it into the center circle to Matthew Corcoran. Corcoran, a 17-year-old out of Dallas, Texas, playing in his third year as a pro already at that young age. On the far side, it goes to Smith. He's in the attacking half, and he plays it off the feet of Amadou Dia. It's out for a Birmingham throw. On the far side of the right, about 20 yards past the midway line. Eight minutes into the game, one nothing. our score in favor of Birmingham. Enzo Martinez, the goal scorer. He chests down the throw. They swing it around to the middle now, and now at Birmingham moving into the left side. Here's Mensa with time and space to come forward. He's got Nwegbo wide left. Instead, he turns and plays it into the middle here to Kasim. Kasim 30 yards from goal, wide right to Smith, touches it back to, that is, Cronulay, the right center back, and now Cavita, uh, the left center back in the center circle. Mensa in the attacking half, touched off of the feet of Dylan Maris, but Mensa collects it, plays it back on the, in the center circle to Cronulay. Forward it goes from Cronulay on the inside right, returns it to Cronulay, and Birmingham just knocking the ball around the back right now. Louisville City sitting back defensively. And a ball forward from Mensa, chested down there by Nico Brett, trying to connect with Kasim, and it's cut out by Tyler Gibson. He plays it back to Kyle Adams, and he just hits it long out of trouble. It'll go back to Birmingham along their back line with Kavita here. Patient stuff from Birmingham right now, George. Yeah, real patient from Birmingham, but Lou City is also in a deep block. They're not really getting much pressure to the ball. Cameron Lancaster, he's trying to choose his moments, but it's difficult. Uh, it can be the, the challenge of the back five is if your wingbacks get pinned back, it makes it very difficult to get out and get pressure. Birmingham with it with Mensa into the center circle. It goes to Corcoran. He plays a long ball over the top in the air, and it's caught by Zimla in the Louisville penalty area. Might have been a little bit awkward. He had a runner charging right in front of him, but Zimla stood tall, and with a crowd of players, three players around him, made a comfortable catch, and it's Louisville City possession now as he rolls it forward to Sean Tosh along the back line. Now Sharpie in the middle. 20 yards from midfield, not under much pressure, has time to stand on the ball. He plays it back to Tosh on the inside right. Tosh touches it forward. He's into the center circle, plays a long diagonal down the far sideline. Dia making the run forward. Can he get onto it? He does on the far sideline in the attacking final third. Dia over there, plays it backward to Elijah Winder. 
Winder on his right. Inside left it goes to Tellison. Returns it to Winder. Opportunity across. Here it comes. Knocked out of the six-yard box. It's loose. Popped up into the air once again. Still loose, and it goes behind. It's going to be a Louisville City Vi-Fi corner from the far side, the left. Some awkward defending back there for Birmingham on a decent ball in from Winder from the far side. Yeah, really good ball from Winder. The first time we've heard his name tonight, his first few touches, and he creates a chance. Nice low hard ball across the face. Like you said, it was awkward for the defenders, and that's what happens when you make them face their own goal. So Vi-Fi corner, the first for Louisville City of the night. It'll come from the far side, the Louisville City left, and then swing off the right foot of Maris. Here it comes, driven into the near post, headed out by Birmingham. It'll stay with Louisville City in the middle with Tyler Gibson. He plays it to a teammate. Now wide left it goes. Uh, it looks like Tosh up there, maybe. Here comes the cross in, flicked on toward goal, and it's wide. Bounces behind. It's a goal kick to Birmingham. A decent opportunity there. A decent ball in. Didn't exactly see who got on the end of it for Louisville City. Might have been Cameron Lancaster. I think you're right. I think it was Cam. And it ultimately just sort of flicked it on. Didn't get much power on the header. Trying to guide it into the top corner. And really ultimately wasn't that far away, George. No, pretty good effort. It was difficult to get his head to it, but did what he could. You mentioned Chantos still lurking around the box. He's he tends to do that off of these set pieces and, and tries to get on into things. Eleven and a half minutes gone by in the game so far in terms of possession. Birmingham with three quarters of possession. 73% of the ball so far in the game. But Louisville City with a chance there just a moment ago. And as we've seen a few times with this new formation, George, conceding possession isn't ultimately, uh, it doesn't spell doom for Louisville City necessarily as they win a throw here. Birmingham with a long diagonal looking for Nico. I beg your pardon, that's uh, Nwegbo down the near sideline and just overhit that pass. So it's out for Louisville throw on the near side. They're right in the Louisville defensive final third. Again, Birmingham in the lead, one to nothing. They scored five minutes in with Enzo Martinez. It'll be Tosh to take the throw on the near side, the right. He puts it in play now. Forward to Lancaster, who's dropped deep to try and hold it up with three white shirts around him. He can't control it. A loose ball being knocked around. And finally, Birmingham is able to settle in the midfield. It was Kasim who played it back to Fonwell Cavita, and it's along the back line for Birmingham in their defensive half. In the center circle, Corcoran, and now Alex Cronule, the right center back. Cavita, left center back, with 10 yards of space. A walking pace right now to this game as Birmingham again patiently knocking the ball along their back line. Center back to center back. Cronule to Cavita. Now some pressure comes forward through uh, from Louisville City. Cavita plays the ball down the middle. Kasim tried to play it wide right. It's cut out temporarily by Louisville City, and then Birmingham ultimately brings it down. They have it on the far side, the right. They drop it off here to Enzo Martinez, who's playing on that right side. Now Smith, the right back, driving in towards the box. Plays it low on the ground. It'll fall in the Wegbo in the D. Kasim now has it 30 yards away. He plays it in the air to the far side, the right. They'll recycle it to the right side again. Here's Smith dribbling in. He's got Martinez making a run in front of him. Instead, he plays it to Agadello. And Agadello back heel to Martinez. Driving in towards the six-yard box, and finally it's cleared away by Louisville City's Wes Sharpie, and he concedes a corner here to Birmingham. It'll come from the far side, the Birmingham rights, and Louisville City living a little bit dangerously there. Birmingham just working some passes around. They finally got it to Enzo Martinez, and he worked his way into the six-yard box before Sharpie was able to clear. Yeah, Birmingham's doing a really good job of not only maintaining possession, but creating overloads in dangerous areas. You see Martinez drifting out wide. Uh, he's always getting around the ball and supporting the ball. Lots of options for Birmingham, and it's leading to some pretty good chances. Corner was driven in and knocked behind by Louisville City, so it'll be a second successive corner here for Birmingham. We're in the 14th minute. The Legion in front, one to nothing, looking to end a four-game winless run for them. 
And Louisville with a four-game unbeaten run. Here comes the corner, driven high into the air. Comes to the back post where it's brought down by Birmingham. A loose ball in the box. Lancaster had a look at it. It's popped up high into the air. A header from Martinez. Bounces behind, but Zimla, the first to react off of his line, catches it off of one bounce. There were two white shirts right in front of him, but heads up, alert goalkeeping there from Zimla, and he quickly rolls it forward, and Louisville City into the attack here. They have it with Winder in the attacking half. Wide left it goes to Dia. Winder continues his run forward. Dia plays it to him down the far sideline, outside of the box. Elijah Winder by the corner flag. Cuts it onto his right foot. Still he goes on. Drops it off to Tellefson. Left-footed ball blocked on its way through. It'll fall to Gibson. Tellefson once again. And now he swings it across to Tosh, playing well forward, the center back. Wide right it goes to Jimenez. Returns it to Tosh on the inside right. Tosh drifting backwards. Plays it backward to Sharpie. On the ground to Tellefson. To the left side, Kyle Adams, who's well into the attacking half here. Wide left to Dia. And just a loose touch there from Amadou Dia. Gives it to Birmingham. And they'll let it roll past the far sideline. Martinez doing the defending there. It's going to be a throw to Birmingham on the far side, the right. With the heat and the turf, those are moments where you have to keep possession of the ball. You know, Louisville City hasn't had much of possession, and they get an opportunity to pin Birmingham back and then give it away cheaply. It's a moment where you value the ball, you get your breath, and you can start to, to turn this game around. Birmingham trying to play out of the back here. They still have it on the far side after the throw, a ball forward, and it's taken away by Louisville City. Here's Gibson. Swings it to Mar- uh, Jimenez. Jimenez, first time ball to Lancaster. Awkward bounces on the turf. It's with Jimenez now, 25 yards away in the middle of the field. Wide left it goes. Did it take a deflection? Dia kept it in anyway. He plays it back to Adams, and now finally the referee blows his whistle, I believe saying the ball went past the line on the far sideline. Dia did not keep it in. It's going to be a throw to Birmingham on the far side, their right. Nearly 16 minutes gone in this game. One to nothing, our score in favor of Birmingham in Alabama. Been a good match. Surprised at the possession. You mentioned, you know, possession. Having possession doesn't always mean you're in control. Uh, it's been a, a ga- some games this year where Louisville City didn't have all the possession that they're used to, but they still were able to get the results. So uh, a little bit different than some of the teams we've seen, but not a bad thing. Yeah, possession numbers moving a little bit more toward even. 69% for Birmingham right now. They've generated a shot the only shot in the, uh, for them offensively was the goal for Martinez. Louisville with two shots, neither of which was on target. Here's a foul against Louisville City, and it'll give throw. Just a throw. throw You're right, no foul. So just a throw to Birmingham on the far side, the right in the attacking half. Smith swings it backward to Cavita, and now Mensa, the left back, just a few yards shy of the midway line. Now Cavita with 15 yards in front of him to walk forward. Plays it to Mensa once again, standing on the halfway line. Returns it to Kavita. Louisville comfortable sitting back right now, watching Birmingham with the ball along their back line. Cronulay has to go back to the goalkeeper, Van Ockel, playing out of his box in the middle of the field, about 10 yards out of the box. Van Ockel returns it to Cronulay as they drift backwards here, Birmingham, and Cronulay finally just hits it over the top. But it's a decent ball through toward a teammate and finally cleared away by Sharpie. That was Agadello who was on the end of it, and Sharpie had to slide over and clear it out for a throw to Birmingham on the far side, the Birmingham right in their attacking final third, the Louisville defensive final third. It does look hot out on the field. You can see the body language from some of the players uh, not getting as much press to the ball, both sides. Uh, that's why possession is going to be really important tonight. 
Here's Birmingham with it wide right with Smith. Gets to the end line. Puts in a cross. It's headed up into the air by Adams. Falls loose to Agadello. His shot blocked on its way through. Martinez a shot loose in the box. And Adams finally clears away for Louisville City. His clearance finds Lancaster. He's got a defender on his back. And a second defender comes over. Knocks him down. It's a foul. And a fifth third free kick to Louisville City. And that is terrific hold-up play from Cameron Lancaster when his team is peeled back and bent back defensively. He's able to draw a foul and end the threat for Birmingham. Something they're going to need from Lancaster, you know, when he's going to be isolated at times because uh, the rest of the group is so deep. Uh, and it's going to be important that he can hold it up, earn a foul, uh, bring players into the game. Louisville still with it. They have it with, looks like, Tyler Gibson. That is Gibson dropping deep a little bit. Swings it to the right side to Tosh. Tosh, a ball on the ground across midfield to the near side, the right. That's Jimenez in the attacking half, drifting backwards, returns it to Tosh. In the defensive half here, 18 and a half minutes gone on a one to nothing game. Birmingham in front. Tosh ball over the top toward Marez or Lancaster. Kavita the first to it, and he clears it out from Birmingham for a Louisville throw. On the near side, the Louisville right in the attacking half. Jimenez takes it into Tosh. They swing it all the way back to the center circle to Sharpie. He's in the attacking half of the center circle. Dribbles forward, moving toward the left side. Plays it there to Dia. Dia back to Adams at midfield. Now into the center circle, Gibson playing between the three center backs. Plays it on the ground to the right side, Tosh. Tosh in the attacking half by 20 yards. Jimenez, ball on the inside right towards Maris, but a poor one easily cut out there by Birmingham, and they take over in their defensive half. It's Kasim in the middle of the field, walking the ball forward at a little bit of a jogging pace right now the game. Plays it back to Minsa, and now Corcoran middle of the field. From Corcoran to Cronule, and Louisville has dropped back now defensively as Corcoran moves toward the midfield stripe, plays it into the center circle to Kasim, and all the way back to Cronule along the back line. Just a little bit of a loose ball there that ended that attack for Louisville City a couple of moments ago. Yeah, I've been impressed with Kukorin, you know, not to change the subject, but he's a young player. Uh, you can see the confidence that he's playing with, really making the game tick for Birmingham. Uh, it's nice to see good young players. As you said, he's only 17, but he's been a pro for, for quite a few years, so it's uh, exciting to see. Birmingham with it now with Kasim. Ball down the near sideline. Mensa making a run forward. It's going to check up for him. Actually, that's Nwegbo. He gets to the end line. Nwegbo into the Louisville box on his right foot. Defended by Tosh. Nwegbo still goes on his right foot. Takes the shot, and it's a comfortable save in the end for Oliver Zimla. Had to just fall down to his right to make that stop. But uh, the ball down the near sideline, opening up Louisville City there. Yeah, he does a really good job not only to get into the box, but also to get his shot off. Good save from Simle. Uh, never want to go down 2-0 on the road, let alone in the first 30 minutes. Steven Wegbo, a Nigerian born in Georgia, represents Nigeria internationally. A rookie out of William & Mary has scored a couple of goals this year. This is his 22nd appearance as Louisville City comes forward, and I believe an offside flag goes up against Louisville. It'll give Birmingham a free kick here in their defensive half. You're talking about Matthew Corcoran, 17 years old out of Dallas and his second season with Birmingham. Previously played for North Texas, the USL League One team that Louisville City fans may remember, produced Jonathan Gomez before he came here to Louisville City. Corcoran, a regular starter for this team, 16 starts now, including tonight. He's got a goal and three assists on his ledger this year. So a 17-year-old that has already become a regular contributor at the USL championship level, and he continues to have an impact for his team on this game tonight. 21 minutes gone, Birmingham in front, one to nothing. They scored five minutes in if you're just joining us. Louisville has possession here for a moment. Elijah Winder has it knocked off of his feet, and it'll fall back to Birmingham along their back line. They go to Van Oakle, the goalkeeper, who's at the opposite end of his career from Corcoran, 36 years old for Van Oakle, playing in his 15th year 
as a pro. In the defensive half for Birmingham, they have it now, and they give it away. Louisville with a, a fortunate turnover, but Jimenez really can't do much with it. Try to play it back to a teammate. The ball drifts past the far sideline, and it's going to be a Birmingham throw on the far side to left. A little half moment there where Louisville City won the ball in a promising position, George, but just couldn't connect the pass. Yeah, we were just hyping up the young player, and then he almost makes a, a mistake that leads to a goal. Uh, tries to play square in the midfield. Uh, Louisville City did a good job to jump it, uh, but now they're going the other way. They are with Nwegbo. He's got an opportunity, cuts it in on his right foot, goes down under a challenge from Tosh, and the referee points to the spot. It's going to be a penalty. Nwegbo was well in behind. The ball played to him from Enzo Martinez. He had plenty of space, got into the box. Tosh finally recovered to get between Nwegbo and the goal. Nwegbo cut it onto his right foot, right foot, went down under some contact there from Tosh. As we get a look at the replay here, I think it's a clear penalty, George. What do you make of it? I have to agree. He kind of throws his leg out. Uh, Nwegbo's done a good job all night of getting back to that right foot. Uh, he just got himself into the box and got his shot off. A very similar play. Tosh is caught and takes him down. So a penalty here for Birmingham. It's going to be, as Tosh is called for the foul, looks like it might be Nwegbo that takes it against Oliver Zimla. And an opportunity here for Birmingham, having scored five minutes into the game, to take a two-goal lead on Louisville City. Again, on a very hot night down in Alabama, 90 degrees plus at kickoff. Looks like it's Nico Brett up to take the penalty. I could be wrong. Am I? You might be right. We'll try to identify it a little bit better. It's either number seven or number 11. A little bit hard to see for us. It is Nico Brett, number 11, a lethal goal scorer in his career with 75 goals. Here's his approach, the penalty, and he smashes it past the fingertips of Zimla into the back of the net. And Birmingham takes a two-goal lead over Louisville City. Zimla guessed right and got his fingers to it, but just too much power on that penalty from Brett, and Zimla couldn't keep it out. And 24 minutes into the game, Birmingham with a two-goal cushion against Louisville City. The Legion looking to end a four-game winless run against the team that they had their most recent victory against, Louisville City. And they're off to a terrific start in the opening 25 minutes here. They lead it 2 to nothing over Louisville. Really well-struck pen from Brett. Uh, left no question. Hit it with pace. Similar, got his hands to it. Just couldn't keep it out. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what type of response Louisville City has. We've mentioned that they've been good on the road. Uh, historically, it's a team that doesn't quit. Uh, still a lot to play for. Still something to get out of the game. Uh, let's see if Birmingham can keep this momentum up uh, or Louisville City changes the tune. And if there is a message, I would imagine, George, from Danny Cruz, or at least this could be the message, look, this team did it to us at our place. The last time we saw them on July 22nd, Louisville had a one to nothing lead in that game, gave up two late goals. Birmingham came from behind to win it. So why can't Louisville do it? Two Birmingham on the road as they draw a foul here, Louisville City, in the attacking half. That'll give them a fifth, third free kick, about 35 yards from goal on the inside right. So an opportunity here to work something from the training ground going to be Dylan Mayers and Oscar Jimenez to stand over it. We talked about set-piece defending and the beginning of the game, the beginning of the broadcast, George. Here's an opportunity for Louisville City to work a set-piece. Yeah, just as important on the other end. Something uh, we got great delivery from Jimenez or Mayers. Uh, looks like Jimenez would be hitting it with his left foot, more of an in-swinger, and Mayers with an out-swinger, but we know how important these can be. It's going to be Mayers on the out-swinger. Bends it in with his right foot. The header high into the air off the head of Sharpie, and Van Okel has to catch it just over the bar. 
thought maybe for a moment that he would have tipped it over, but he was able to read it well, the goalkeeper, and caught it just in the goal mouth. So the set piece not ultimately generating a clear chance for Louisville City. Sharpie's header, a high looper really off the back of his head, and Van Oakle made the stop. Not a bad ball from Harris. I would like to see it a little bit more deeper, kind of behind the back four or the behind the defensive line, uh, but still a good effort. Birmingham with it along their back line with Cronule. He plays it forward to Enzo Martinez, who has had some freedom tonight to go wherever he wants. He's playing almost as a right back right now. It's along the back line just outside of the Birmingham box now with Cavita, the captain. Plays it to Cronule, the right center back. Touches it forward. Lancaster lurking nearby. Cronule, a ball down the inside right for Nico Bratti. Tries to bring it down over his shoulder. Dia tracking back. Knocks it off of him, and it's out for a Birmingham throw on the far side of the right. They take it quickly with Smith into Agadello, back to Smith, and now Kasim on the inside right, 45 yards from goal. He'll switch fields from right to left, brought down by Nuegbo on the end line, defended closely by Jimenez just outside of the Louisville box. Nuegbo, the player that just drew the penalty, drops it off backward to Mensa, the left back, and now further backward it goes to Corcoran in the midfield. He'll switch fields this time from left to right, and his long ball down the far sideline is not anywhere near the run forward of Smith, the right back, and it bounces over by the corner flag, and it's going to be Louisville possession, I believe a goal kick as it went behind, and as the ball bounced past that end line by the corner flag, Amadou Dia immediately fell to the ground, and he's rolling around in a little bit of pain right now on a hot night down in Birmingham. You always wonder about cramps, but this looks a little bit more serious. Dia very frustrated with himself and with the situation as the athletic trainer for Louisville City, Stuart Wright, is brought onto the field here to check on Amadou. Let's see if we can get a look at the replay here and see exactly what happened. Looks like Dia just pulls up a little bit lame there and just fell over to the ground. He Go. just made a really good recovery run, made a good effort, big effort to get back, and then after the ball goes out of play, he just kind of goes down as if, as if he knew already. Dia was injured a couple of weeks ago, came out of a game here at Lynn Family Stadium, uh, preemptively with some hamstring tightness is what we were told by Danny Cruz. So maybe he's tweaked that injury a little bit more here. Clearly was cleared to play from the start. He came off the bench last week against Rio Grande Valley last Saturday and had an assist in the game and was pushed back into the starting lineup by Danny Cruz for this one. But it looks like this is going to be the end of the night for Amadou Dia and Louisville's going to have to go to the bench early on here inside the opening half hour of the game. Makes it very difficult to not only lose a player, but you burn a moment, you have to make a change unexpectedly. Uh, it looks as if the staff for Louisville City was preparing for a change, uh, but Dia's up and moving, so we'll see what, he, what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens here in the next couple of minutes. Louisville's bench active. Dia with a little bit of a limp as he walks off, though, under his own power. No one helping him, and it is going to be a substitution. It's Manny Perez coming off the bench to replace Dia here in the 29th minute. So that'll push Oscar Jimenez to the left side of the back line as left wing back, and Manny Perez will play as a right wing back. That's substitution. Perez on, Dia off, brought to you by Fortna. Just an unfortunate situation here for Danny Cruz to have to go to the bench so early. Yeah, especially when you're trying to manage players, you know, the, the rotation of the wing backs with Jimenez and Dia and Perez, you never want to see one of those guys go down, anybody for that matter, but it's a tough one, especially so early on in the game. Fair Go ahead, George. I was just going to say, and you're 2-0 down. Yeah. Uh, you're already, you know, fighting an uphill battle. Uh, and when you're forced into changes, 
uh, it just makes it all that more complicated. And again, in very hot conditions down there on the turf, they always talk about turf adding like 10 or 15 degrees to the temperature. So it's just a really hot one for a late afternoon kick with the sun pouring into Protective Stadium. We're going to have another pause in play as Louisville City drew a foul. Dylan Maris was fouled, and he's down injured right now. So back-to-back opportunities for the trainer to jog on for Louisville City, and this will provide an opportunity. Maybe this is going to be the hydration break officially, but uh, both teams have come to the near sideline, and they're going to get uh, an opportunity to get some water and try and cool down a little bit as Maris rises to his feet and walks off the field, and it is officially going to be the hydration break. 30 minutes into the game, Louisville trails Birmingham two goals to none. And so far, George, the stats do not paint a pretty picture, just like the scoreline doesn't paint a pretty picture. Six shots for Birmingham, four of them on target. They have two-thirds of the possession. Louisville City with three shots, including one that was on target. That was a looping header from Wes Sharpie uh, from a free kick just a few minutes ago. Uh, But Birmingham has had a couple of really good chances, one from Enzo Martinez five minutes in, and then Nwegbo drawing a penalty on a clear penalty, I think, from Sean Tosh. And it was dispatched well by Nico Brett. What have you seen from the opening 30 minutes? Not the position that Louisville City would want to be in right now. No, not the greatest start from the group. Uh, Louisville City, you know, one, conceding two goals, putting yourself in an uphill battle. There's so many elements that, you know, some could look at to say are against Louisville City, the time, the turf, the heat, all these different elements. But that's what you you find out what a team is really about and the character that they have. Uh, And some lessons can be learned here that that would help in the playoffs uh, when it comes to that point. So I fully expect this group to turn it around. Uh, Birmingham is is not going to take their their foot off the gas. So uh, we'll see if Manny Perez can make a difference now with that change and hopefully come out with a little more energy after the hydration break. As it stands right now with this result, Birmingham would leap up to sixth place, just four points back of Louisville City. So, again, a lot on the line as we start to wind the season down with just ten games to go for Lou City, including tonight's game. And for Birmingham, they're right there, just a game behind with a game in hand, I should say, on Louisville City. So a very important three points on offer tonight for both of these teams as Louisville tries to push toward the top half of the playoff standings and Birmingham tries to solidify their playoff spot. Right now the Legion well in front, comfortably in front with a two-goal lead, but plenty of time, an hour left to go in the game with 13 minutes to go in the first half as the ball is dropped back into play. Dylan Maris, by the way, remains in the game. So he just needed a moment to collect himself. So Louisville has, does not have to make a second change, but they have possession here from the drop after the hydration break. In the attacking half, it's Tosh. Lifts the ball into the box, looking for Elijah Weiner on the left side. It's over his head. It'll bounce in play. Jimenez chasing it over by the corner flag, battling with Colin Smith, and it's out for a Birmingham throw. Smith did well there physically with two purple jerseys behind him to shield the ball away and win a throw for Birmingham on the far side there right in their defensive final third. Again, in the 33rd minute, Birmingham in front 2 to nothing. Yeah, Jimenez has now gone to the left side. Manny Perez has come in on the right. It seems that the only thing going forward seems to be a big ball. Uh, long diag is how Louisville City is trying to break Birmingham down. Uh, I'd like to see the midfield players get involved a little bit more. Rasmus, Dylan Mayers, Elijah, Winder getting on the ball and trying to break this group down. Louisville with possession right now in the attacking half. It's Manny Perez on the right side, drops it off the midfield where Tosh has it. He's going to switch fields again with another long diagonal brought down on the far sideline acrobatically and athletically by Jimenez. He plays it back to Adams at midway line. 
Now Gibson just to the left of the center circle. Sharpie in the center circle. Gibson once again to the left of it as he dribbles forward into the attacking half. It's Tellefson wide left. Plays it backward to Adams near midfield. Under pressure from Agadello. Jimenez forward. First time ball to Lancaster. And Lancaster couldn't really play it cleanly. It's a turnover as Birmingham comes down with it. Agadello holding the ball up on the far side, but a foul behind the play as Smith was taken down on the pass to Agadello is now called by the referee this evening, Matthew Corrigan. And it's going to be a free kick to Birmingham in the defensive half on the far side, the right about 15 or 20 yards shy of the midway line. Yeah, not a bad foul there from Jimenez. Uh, doesn't, doesn't pull off the execution of around the corner. Uh, knows that they, Birmingham could be going the other way and just takes him down. Birmingham with it down in the center circle with Prosper Kasim. Mensa, Corcoran, now Kasim again in the center circle, moving to the right side. He plays it forward to Martinez. Enzo Martinez, a long ball forward over the top, and the flag goes up as I believe Agadello was making that run forward. Actually, that's Colin Smith once again. The right back made that run forward. Flag went up immediately. He still had a shot. It was stopped by Zimla. But the offside call gives Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in the defensive half just outside of the box with ten and a half minutes to go in the first half. Louisville, a goal late on in the first half, might do a lot to change their spirits heading into the second half. If they can score here, that would really make the second half a much more interesting prospect. They have it to the right side now with Winder trying to play it through to Manny Perez, cut out by Cavita. Cavita gives it up to the near side. Mensa, Mensa able to spin around a challenge, but Louisville wins the ball back through Dylan Maris. Wide right it goes to Manny Perez. Perez gives it back to Birmingham, though, and Corrin just clips it forward down the middle looking for the run forward there of Nwegbo, and Nwegbo can't control it. He tried to spin, I believe, Sean Tosh, and Louisville comes away with the ball once again. Louisville at the midway line now with it with Tosh. Plays it forward to Gibson. Gibson turns under a challenge from Corcoran, and it's a foul as Corcoran was very late through the back of Tyler Gibson, and Louisville with a fifth-third free kick in the attacking half, about five or six yards past midfield just to the right of the center circle yeah you see Corcoran's enthusiasm to get pressure to the ball leaves a little bit on Tyler Gibson there just letting him know he's there I hope it's not a twist or a turn and just a kick yeah just a very veteran smart play there by Gibson against a youngster Corcoran Tyler Gibson a 32 year old playing in his ninth year as a pro we mentioned Corcoran a couple of times a 17 year old and Gibson felt him coming just turned quickly to get his body between Corcoran in the ball and draws the foul on Louisville with a fifth-third free kick has possession now. Sharpie in the defensive half of the center circle. Plays a long ball from the middle to the left side. Brought down nicely by Jimenez outside of the box on his right foot. Drifting backward. Now turns to the far sideline. Continues to drift backward. Plays it back to Adams. Adams the ball on the ground to Elijah Winder on the far sideline. Winder with a defender on his back. It's Martinez. Martinez knocks it out for a Louisville throw on the far side of the left. Adams takes it in quickly to Gibson. Gibson spinning around a challenge from a Birmingham player. Falls now to Tosh, middle of the field, playing in the attacking half. Adams also in the attacking half. Gibson, Winder on the far sideline. Tellison turns, faces forward, dribbles forward. Middle of the field, Maris, 25 yards away. Maris drifting to the left side, gets into the box now. Wide left it goes to Jimenez on his right foot. Puts in a cross, lofted one to the back post. It'll bounce in the six-yard box, and it's headed into the arms of Van Oakle, the goalkeeper, by Mensa, the left back. Some cool collected defending there from Mensa to allow the ball to bounce in front of him in his box. Always a dangerous prospect. But he knew where he was, knew where the opponent was as well, and calmly headed it back into the arms of the goalkeeper. Yeah, really good composure showed there by Mensa. Manny just Perez just a little bit late on the back post. I uh, would like to see him being 2-0 two, two down, show a little bit more enthusiasm to try to get on the end of that. 
Eight minutes to go in the first half plus stoppage time. Louisville back on the ball. Dylan Mayer is in the middle of the field. Clips the ball in the air down the inside right channel. Manny Perez chasing it, but he's offside. He got to it just outside of the box and put a ball into the middle towards Lancaster. But the assistant referee on the near sideline raised his flag immediately. And it's going to be a free kick to Birmingham here with 37 and a half minutes on the clock counting upward. Birmingham in front two to nothing. Yeah, Birmingham's in no rush now. Are they taking their time? getting a breath, trying to get to halftime 2-0 before conceding. And again, with the Heat beating down on these players on the artificial turf, a two-goal lead, you would imagine, as we move further and further into this game, Birmingham will likely try and take some of the steam out of the game, some of the sting out of the game as well, and play with the ball and slow the pace down. They have it now in their defensive half with Corcoran Birmingham. He clips the ball down the middle where it's easily brought down by Tosh, and Louisville takes over. Ball forward from Tosh to Tellefson, turns and plays down the far sideline. Jimenez, promising-looking attack. Jimenez with it outside of the box. Puts in a cross, driven in, and it's caught by Van Oakle, the goalkeeper. Winder was in the area, but just too, too hot driven in from Jimenez, and Van Oakle read it well. Louisville, though, wins the ball back quickly. Prosper Kasim wanted a foul, no foul given. Here's Louisville with the ball in the attacking half. Outside of the box on the right side is Perez. Perez thinking about a cross. Instead drops it off backwards to Maris on the inside right, 30 yards away. Maris further backward, middle of the field, Sharpie. Wide left, it goes now to Adams. He's 20 yards past midfield. Adams forward, middle of the field, Gibson. Gibson turning with a defender on his back, and the defender did well. Corcoran to knock it away. Falls to Nico Brett. Brett with, the right, uh, with it right of the center circle. Goes to Kasim now in the center circle. Under a challenge from Dylan Maris and a foul. And maybe a smart one there from Dylan Maris just to slow up play, but the, actually the referee gives the advantage here. I thought he pointed for a foul, but Birmingham still playing with the ball along their back line. But that challenge from Maris did slow the pace down, and Louisville able to get their numbers back defensively. It's like he tried to foul him and done, did enough to, to force Birmingham to go backwards. Uh, Birmingham has, has had comfortable possession a few times, trying to play a little direct, maybe unnecessary. Uh, if I was on that field, I'd be telling those guys to keep the ball uh, let's secure this uh, this ball and get out get to halftime. Louisville wins the ball back. Five and a half minutes to go in the first half. Birmingham in front, two to nothing. And again, a goal at this stage for Louisville would do a lot to really lift their spirits and make them feel like they have a shot in this game. Ball over the top from Sharpie. Perez making the run forward. He can't catch up to it, though. It bounces in the penalty area to the goalkeeper, Van Okel, who is off of his line. Read it well, moving to his left to stop that ball ahead of the run of Manny Perez for Louisville City. Now Van Okel just rolls the ball forward on the ground to himself. Lancaster will jog in with some pressure, and Van Okel hits the ball long down the middle into the attacking half. No one on the, on the end of it in white for Birmingham, headed away by Tosh, but into the center circle where Kasim picks it up for the Legion. Now Martinez in the attacking half on the inside right. He'll step on the ball and turn backwards. Martinez, who opened the scoring five minutes into the game, plays it to Cronulay, the right center back, goes further backward to Van Okel in the D of his box. Van Okel on his left foot now, hits it long into the attacking half, headed by Nwegbo, backward to Mensa, and Birmingham still with it. Mensa, the left wing back, the left back, I should say, plays it to the right center back, Cronule, plays it forward to Martinez in the attacking half, dribbling forward Martinez. His pass blocked, but it's knocked down, brought down by Agadello. Wide right it goes to Smith. Now Martinez plays it through for Smith. Good idea on the end line. Can he get to it? He does. Plays it into the penalty area. No one there but Kyle Adams. And Louisville takes over. But they're under pressure here. Got to get out of pressure. They're trying to 
Pass out of that pressure. Tellefson under a challenge. Gets the pass away backward to Zimla. And Zimla finally gets the ball out of trouble and gets it through the pressure to Manny Perez. He's got time and space to stream forward Perez into the attacking half. Into the middle it goes to Maris. Maris ball from the middle of the field over the top. The left side looking for Winder headed away by Cronule. And Birmingham takes over. But some good, uh, good stuff there from Louisville City to get it out of pressure defensively. Yeah, it was good to, to get into the middle third. But once you've worked so hard defensively to win it, uh, trying to play the hero ball, trying to, to, to break down Birmingham with one pass uh, hasn't proven to be successful for Louisville City. So as I mentioned earlier, need to you know bring players into the game. Uh, you see Cam Lancaster, Winder, Dylan Mayers. Uh, they're kind of defending us three, uh, trying to choose their moments when to get out and press, and it's making it very difficult for when they win the ball uh, and they're trying to get forward. Three and a half minutes to go in the first half, plus stoppage time. Birmingham in front, two to nothing. And Birmingham with a turnover here gives Louisville the ball in the middle of the field at the center circle. Tellefson back to Adams and now Tosh crosses into the attacking half. Tosh on the ground in the inside right to Maris. Maris wide right it goes to Manny Perez. Louisville with a little bit of momentum right now it feels like. Can they capitalize? Manny Perez on the near sideline well into the attacking half. Goes backward to Tosh who's in the attacking side of things. Into the center circle it goes to Sharpie. Turns toward the left, plays it there to Adams on the far sideline. Five yards past midfield. Adams the ball on the ground down the inside left to Lancaster who holds it up. Goes down under a challenge but is able to get the pass away to a teammate Gibson. Now Tellefson with it inside left. Swings it to the inside right to Tosh. Ten yards past midfield. Tosh the ball on the ground forward toward Lancaster. Martinez tracking back. He intercepts it for Birmingham. Plays it forward to Brett. Brett drops it off to a teammate. That's Agadello. Back to Brett with his back. Uh, back toward his attacking half, and he's fouled, knocked down from behind by, I believe, Tyler Gibson, and that's going to give Birmingham a free kick in their defensive half on the inside right about 10 yards shy of the midway line. You can see a, t- a little bit of frustration on the little Louisville City players, you know, trying to ask for fouls, uh, frustrated not getting on the ball as much as I'm sure they would want to be. Uh, must stay in the game. Got to keep, keep focused, wait for your moments. Uh, and keep pushing and try to change the tune of the game. Long ball forward from Birmingham and an offside flag up uh, up against them. Gives Louisville a fifth third free kick in the defensive half. They take it quickly here, Louisville, with a minute and a half to go, plus stoppage time in the first half. Looking to cut into the lead here before they head to the locker room break. Two to nothing is the score in favor of Birmingham. Louisville with it in the center circle with Sharpie. Moving into the attacking half now with Gibson. Inside right to Maris, returns it to Gibson nicely. Here comes Gibson coming forward. Lancaster outside of the box with two defenders in front of him on his right foot, drifting to the right, plays it there to Manny Perez outside of the area. Perez working his way in, defended closely by Mensa, drops it off backward to Maris. Maris from inside right to inside left to Adams, who's playing well forward. Wide left now, Jimenez returns it to Adams on the far sideline. Drifting backward here, Louisville City. Back into the center circle to Sharpie, and Birmingham did well there defensively after Louisville Broke through for a moment. It's Tellefson playing it to the right side. Tosh just right of the center circle. Moving into the center circle now. Tosh plays it across the field to the left to Adams. Adams clips the ball in the air down the far sideline. Actually towards the top of the box to Lancaster. He goes down under a challenge. Once a foul, no foul given. But Dylan Maris recovers after Birmingham had the ball. So Louisville keeps turning the screw here. Gibson spins in the midfield. Tosh back to Sharpie at the center circle. Louisville really knocking on the door right now, trying to get a goal right before the halftime break. 30 seconds to go plus stoppage time. It's Adams on the far side, well into the attacking half. Wide left it goes Tellefson. Inside left now Jimenez turns and dribbles forward. Out just outside of the box. Wide left Tellefson, right foot across. A decent one just over the head of Lancaster, bouncing loose in the six-yard box and into the arms of Van Oakle. Manny Perez was making a late, late run, 
But that cross was intended for Lancaster, just couldn't quite bring it down in the penalty area. Yeah, Louisville City showed some good composure. Actually got got on the ball and getting players involved. Not a bad service. Again, Manny Perez could have been on the back post there. Uh, Cameron Lancaster's doing a good job of getting to the near post, but he can't be the only one in the box trying to get on the end of things. We've moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport, and plenty of time to go in this first half. The referee has added a minimum of six minutes to the first half. We had a couple of injury stoppages, had a hydration break as well, and obviously two goals that caused stoppage in play. So plenty of time left for Louisville City to try and answer back before the halftime break. They have the ball here with Tosh on the near side, the right. He moves into the attacking half, plays it down the inside right channel. Lancaster giving chase, cut out in front of him by Cavita, but it's out for a Louisville throw. Nuegbo couldn't control it on the near sideline. Perez takes the throw into Maris, still in the attacking half. Middle of the field, Gibson drifting to the left side, plays it backward on the left to Adams, 10 yards past midfield. Kyle Adams to the far side, Jimenez. Well defended here by Smith on the far side. Now Adams tries to drive a ball down the middle forward. It's blocked by Agadello. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side, the left. They take it quickly with Jimenez. Backward to Adams. Jimenez, Elijah Winder. He's coming forward to Lancaster, trying to return it to Winder. Can he find it? No, it's cleared away from behind him by Cronule. That clearance goes all the way past midfield where Sharpie has it, and he just has to head it out of play under a challenge there from Brett. So it's a throw to Louisville City on the far side, the right Good-looking attack there. Just the last ball really let them down. Elijah Winder couldn't find it. It was behind him. Yeah, it's the final touch, right? They're, they're finally getting into a rhythm. Uh, you can see players getting underneath Lancaster. Uh, just the final ball, the final touch. Uh, sometimes it's a bit of luck. Sometimes it's skill. But got to keep knocking on the door until you break through. Birmingham with it along their back line. We've played nearly two minutes of the minimum six in stoppage time. They have it with Fonwell Cavita. Along the back line, Kavita, a veteran, 30-year-old, playing in his 23rd game, his ninth year as a pro. On the far side, the right, it's Agadello, drops it off backward to Smith in the attacking half, trying to return it to Agadello, who would have had space to run into. The ball just in front of him, skipping again along the artificial turf. Ball doesn't really check up like it would on natural grass. So it's out for a throw to Louisville on the far side, the left in their defensive final third. Yeah, like you're speaking of the turf, the ball's a lot faster. Uh, not sure. Sometimes they'll wet it, and then it gets even more slick. Uh, but even when it's dry, the ball's going to run. Louisville, a long ball forward after the throw from Adams. Here's Birmingham winning the ball in a promising position. Kasim, 30 yards from goal, drops it off backward to Corcoran. And now Mensa in the attacking half. Birmingham with a two-goal lead over Louisville City in the final moments of this first half here with just a couple of minutes to go in stoppage time. Talking about Louisville trying to answer back before halftime, a third goal for Birmingham would really take the wind out of the sails of Louisville City. And Birmingham gets a foul here Looks on the like far side of the right. Yeah. yeah, It's going to be a free kick for Birmingham and an opportunity to put a ball in the box here on a set-piece routine. It's about, I would say, 35 yards away from goal, just but, a yard in from the far sideline. Yeah, it might be the last kick of the half, so I wouldn't be surprised if Birmingham committed some numbers forward. It was Smith that drew the foul, making a run down that far sideline. Oscar Jimenez just standing in his way, and Smith ran right through him, went down. It's a two-man wall for Louisville City with a number of players in white to aim at. Looks like about five or six of them to aim at in the box here. Two players standing over the ball for Birmingham. One of them, Enzo Martinez. It's Kasim that takes it, though. A good ball into the six-yard box. Zimla gets a paw to it. Enzo Martinez is shot well the bar, and Louisville lives to breathe. It is a goal kick to Louisville City. Looks like the timing of that free kick might have 
put Louisville City under some pressure there. They had a number of players, Birmingham, that were behind and onside, and they just couldn't get the, the ball directed on target. It was like a little place-and-kick routine from Birmingham. One player set it down, the other player served it right away, caught Louisville City off guard. A bit fortunate for Louisville City not to concede there. We talked about how valuable set pieces are, and Birmingham probably should have had one there. Louisville with the ball with about two minutes to go out of the minimum six of stoppage time after Birmingham nearly scored a third. Birmingham wins the ball back. They have it with Agadello trying to work it to the far side to Brett. Exchange of possession here as Jimenez wins it. He goes down, tumbling to the ground. It's out four. I believe it's going to be a Louisville City throw on the far side of the left. It is in the attacking half for Lou City, about 15 yards past the midway line. They get the ball back in play. It's Tosh well past midfield. Swings it to the near side, the right Manny Perez. And for a foul that happened a few minutes ago, the one that generated the free kick, Oscar Jimenez was shown a world of beer yellow card. So our first booking of the night shown to Louisville City's Oscar Jimenez. Louisville with the ball still. Jimenez with it. Inside left it goes to Elijah Winder, working backwards here, but still in the attacking half. Now in the middle of the field, Tosh, 30 yards away from goal. Plays to the near side. The right on the near side line is Manny Perez, dribbling in towards the box. Gets to the end line. Puts in a decent ball. Knocked down by Minsa and cleared away there by Nuegbo. His clearance goes all the way to midfield where Sharpie brings it down under pressure from Brett. And Louisville can continue this attack. Under a minute to go in the first half. Birmingham in front, 2 to nothing. Gibson driving down the middle. Plays it through on the ground to Perez right side. Perez's cross, a decent one to the back post, headed away by Birmingham. It'll fall here to Agadello, trying to bring it down outside of the box. Agadello likely just going to clear it away. No, he plays it backward to a teammate. That's Smith. Martinez with a touch. Now Cronulay, he plays it forward on the ground toward Brett. Tosh with a loose touch. Brett had an opportunity to get it, but Louisville takes the ball back with just seconds to go in the first half. Sharpie forward to Jimenez. They're in the attacking half still. Adams just near midfield. Wide left it goes. Actually, that's Gibson with it. Now Adams once again on the midway line. We've played six minutes. This is probably the final opportunity for either team as the ball goes out of play after a collision between Smith and Adams, and it's going to be a Birmingham throw on the far side for them, but the referee blows his whistle. That's the end of the first half. Birmingham scored five minutes in, then added a second, and Louisville City looking a little bit out of sorts on the road tonight. They trail it 2 to nothing at halftime. We will bring you the Breeze Airways halftime report when we return. Louisville City soccer here on ESPN Louisville. Nance and Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance and Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nanceandcraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance and Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, you think we need any more seltzers? We could probably use some more. Hey, Eddie, get some more seltzers, too. Before you head out for that summer fling, stop by Cox's Spirit Shop to pick up all your party supplies. 
We've got all your favorite cooler beverages from cold craft beers, hard seltzers, and lots of pre-mixed party cocktails. When you can only make one stop, you know where to go. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It's Jeff Milby and George Davis the fourth with you tonight here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Welcome into the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breezeway. Louisville City on the road tonight in Birmingham, Alabama. And Birmingham with the better of the first half in Louisville City. They lead it 2 to nothing over the boys in purple. Enzo Martinez scoring five minutes into the game. And then a penalty smashed in by Nico Brett in the 24th minute gave Birmingham the two-goal cushion. We also had a yellow card in the first half presented by World of Beer. That was shown to Louisville City's Oscar Jimenez in stoppage time of the first half. And that is how we arrived at our halftime score. Look at the halftime stats. Birmingham with the better of it, but the possession battle evened up significantly as Louisville had the ball for about the last 10 or 15 minutes for a significant time. It's 53% possession for Birmingham. They generated seven shots out of that possession, four of them on target. Louisville City with three shots and only one on target. That was a relatively comfortable save as well for Matt Van Okel on a looping header off of West Sharpie. The only shot on target for Louisville City. Three corners in the game. Birmingham winning two of them. And the foul total, nine fouls called. Five against Louisville City. Four against the Birmingham Legion. Birmingham in front two to nothing. George, not the best first half for Louisville City. They had to make a substitution as well because Amadou Dia went down with an injury in the first half. So not the way Danny Cruz scripted it, I'm sure, coming into this game. Yeah, not what you want. It's already a tough environment. Uh, you made the game a lot harder on yourself. Uh, but it's going to be a, a, a good test for the, for the group. You know, you're down 2-0. Some say it's the most dangerous score to have in a, in a football match. Um, so, you know, a strong performance coming out of halftime can change the way this game looks. Uh, both teams have experienced uh, being up and being down 2-0 uh, and seeing it go the other way. Uh, so, you know, after the last result that Louisville City had against Birmingham and the fashion in that it happened, that has to be motivation for the guys in the locker room. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was a part of Coach Cruz's messaging uh, to make sure that these guys never quit uh, and see it through to the end. Yeah, you mentioned it, right? Two to nothing is always said. It's the most dangerous lead in soccer. And as you just mentioned, if Louisville City needs some inspiration, they don't have to look very far because the last time they played this team, Birmingham, it was at Lynn Family Stadium, and Louisville was the team in the lead early on. And Birmingham came from behind, winning the game from a corner kick in stoppage time. Uh, by a final score of 2-1. to one. So Louisville with a little more work to do in the second half than Birmingham did that night with a two-goal advantage for the Legion this evening. But the opportunity is there. You don't have to look very far back in the memory 
to, to give you a reason to believe. In terms of the way the game went and what we saw from Louisville City in the first half, is there anything that you want to see differently um, in the second half? Is there something tactically that Danny Cruz can try to switch on for his team? Uh, was there any you know, particular issue in the first half, or was it just Birmingham taking a good chance five minutes in and then drawing a penalty about 20 minutes later? I mean, outside of those two chances, it was a pretty even game, right? Yeah, I would have to agree. You know, I don't think there's any uh, glaring tactic that you know to be changed on, on either side of the ball. Uh, critical moments uh, is a huge factor, right? You know, a few times that Noegbo gets isolated with Tosh uh, and Oscar here on this on this left side for them. Uh, he's he's proven to be dangerous. Uh, if there was one thing that I'd I'd want to see is the group to to get out a little bit more. And when Cam Lancaster and Elijah Winder uh, try to step out to press the ball, that the rest of the group would join them a little quicker. Um, but I also understand that they're trying to protect the space behind them. Uh, when you're playing with the back five, sometimes that's just the nature. Uh, going forward, a bit direct for me, uh, but you know that's some that could that could be part of of Coach Cruz's tactics to get the ball forward uh, and try to get numbers underneath. But I would like to see Winder and Mayers get on the ball a little bit more, a little more combination play, uh, and, and less hopeful service, more uh, direct balls, more balls uh, with a little bit more intention. Uh, when trying to go to goal. So 2 to nothing, the score in favor of Birmingham down in Alabama. We are broadcasting the game to you tonight all the way up from here in Louisville, Kentucky at Lynn Family Stadium. The reason being, racing Louisville with a hugely important night tonight. A record crowd is going to be on hand of 10,000-plus. The first time racing Louisville has ever cracked that 10,000 mark in terms of attendance on an absolutely gorgeous evening. We'll tell you a little bit about that game, which is coming up in about an hour. So if you're out and about in Louisville listening to us, you can come into the stadium and get some tickets and be a part of a, a big-time atmosphere and a huge game for racing Louisville against Angel City. We'll talk about that game when we return here on the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. It's on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG and E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. The collection of items in our household from Louisville Furniture is up to four now. Two dressers, a bed, and a table in our house have all come from Louisville Furniture. Why? Simple, because they have great furniture at great prices. And maybe the biggest reason, they have so many items in stock in their warehouse. That means it can be in your home in a matter of days. And right now for their 4th of July special, Louisville Furniture has deep discounts up to 65% off and 0% financing options available as well. That's Louisville Furniture right by the Middletown Water Towers. 
A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Louisville City fans, this is Danny Cruz. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Again, our score at the breakdown in Birmingham, Alabama. It is Birmingham 2, Louisville City nothing. The boys in purple with a lot of work to do in the final 45 to try and salvage a points or a few on the road if they can come all the way back. Um, that second half coming up in just a few minutes' time. What also is coming up for you in about an hour's time, 7.30 kickoff, Racing Louisville against Angel City. It is the Phil the Fam game for Racing Louisville. And as we mentioned, heading to break, over 10,000 tickets sold as of this morning. So a record crowd guaranteed to be on hand. I would imagine a crowd of around 11,000 or more on an absolutely gorgeous late summer evening. And, George, we're bringing the game to our listeners from Lynn Family Stadium. And just a minute ago, they opened the gates to the fans who are here early. And it's not often at a Racing Louisville game. The crowds are great at Racing Louisville. Take nothing away from the fans that show up week in and week out. But it'll be about double what the average crowd is tonight. And it's rare for a Racing Louisville game that when the gates are still closed, the fans are lined up by the hundreds waiting to get in. And that's what we just saw looking down to our left in the waterfront end in the fan zone where they're serving $2 beers, by the way, right now. Uh, there, were, there was a group of a couple thousand fans lined up waiting for that gate to open up. Clearly there's a lot of excitement and a lot of energy in the building right now. Yeah, it's really cool to see. You know it's going to be a good night when you see about 50 kids running around on the mini pitch out in front of the stadium. So, you know, as we spoke about in the pregame, it's an exciting night for our racing team. Uh, a lot of good players that were just at the World Cup coming back, uh, playing against a really good opponent, beautiful evening. Uh, if you're not doing anything tonight, I would highly advise get out to Lynn Family Stadium, uh, enjoy some good football. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets, or you can certainly buy some tickets in person when you arrive here at the Seat Geek Ticket Office uh, on location here at Lynn Family Stadium. It's going to be a night to remember, uh, one of the bigger nights, honestly maybe the biggest night in racing Louisville's history as they can jump into a playoff position tonight with a victory and maybe with some help outside um, in other results around the NWSL. Again, just two points out of the playoffs, and with seven games to go, they resume the regular season after the World Cup break tonight against Angel City. So again, 7.30 for that kickoff, racingloufc.com slash tickets. You're not going to want to miss the atmosphere here at Lynn Family Stadium tonight. When we return, we will have the second half. Birmingham in front over Louisville City by a score of 2 to nothing. This has been the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. The second half coming your way next. You may have been born to be wild, but you weren't born to be dead from a needless motorcycle crash. So when you're even just a little impaired, you do not get your motor running. You do not head out on the highway. What you do is get a ride from a sober friend, a taxi or rideshare service, or public transportation. Because you may be looking for adventure, but you're not looking for trouble. Please ride sober. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. 
because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Welcome back. We are just moments away from the start of the second half in Birmingham, Alabama at Protective Stadium. It is the home to the UAB Blazers football team, also home to the Birmingham Legion, who have a two-goal lead over Louisville City at the halftime break tonight in a game pitting two teams currently occupying playoff positions in the USL's Eastern Conference as it stands right now with this lead for Birmingham, if they can hold on to this result, they would jump to sixth in the standings in the east, just four points back of Lou City, who sit in fifth right now. Tied on points with Memphis, but they trail Memphis in the goal differential, Louisville City, uh, with a goal differential of minus two on the season right now. It was even coming into the game, but Birmingham with a goal five minutes in from Enzo Martinez and then a penalty kick goal from Nico Brett about 20 minutes after that on a penalty drawn by Devin Wegbo. And that gave Birmingham the two-goal cushion, which they currently have. Louisville going to the bench at halftime, and it's an attacking-minded substitution for the boys in purple. Wilson Harris is coming on in this game. We will see exactly who he is replacing. If it's for Lancaster, it is not for Lancaster. So Danny Cruz opting to bring on another attacking option in Wilson Harris. So his two leading goal scorers out there together from the start of the second half. We'll tell you exactly who came off when we find out in just a moment. We are underway in the second half. It's Louisville City with the ball, moving from right to left. And from the opening kick, the boys in purple have it. Long ball over the top from West Sharpie to the far sideline to Manny Perez. An exchange of headers here and a foul called against Birmingham. So this will give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in a promising position. And it's a world of beer yellow card for Birmingham as well. Not sure who was called for the foul there. It's Cronule. Alex Cronule shown the world of beer yellow card. And this fifth-third free kick for Louisville City is going to come in a very promising position just outside of the Birmingham box toward the right side of the field. Might be a little bit too, for, too far to the right for Lancaster, for example, to take a shot on goal as we get a look at a replay here. It's Cronule with a high boot into the face of Lancaster who drew that foul. Uh, so this fifth third free kick coming up for Louisville City, a good start to the second half, George. Yeah, good good spot to be in for a set piece early on. 
a bit reckless from Crocknally to get his foot that high, and Cam does well. It's going to be another half where Cam and Wilson are going to have to hold the ball up, uh, bring players into the game, and uh, Crocknally and those center backs from Birmingham are going to leave something on them. So it's got to be tough. minute and a half into the second half, and Lancaster getting a brief check from the athletic trainer for Louisville City after taking that foot to the face. But he's going to stay in the game, and it's going to be his free kick here. And maybe this is Lancaster range to drive one on goal. He's about 30 yards away, just lined up with the right edge of the penalty area. He's got Oscar Jimenez with him as an option as a left-footed player. But Lancaster looks like this is going to be his free kick. Standing over it, here's his approach. It is Lancaster, and it's well off target. And a couple of rows into the seats behind Matt Van Ockel's goal. Tried to just bend it for that top right corner, Cameron Lancaster, and just didn't get the curl that he wanted on that shot. Yeah, you know, got to take advantage of those. Hit the target. If you're going to shoot from there, if you're going to do that, you got to hit the target, but not a bad effort. Ball back in play from the goal kick at midfield where it's brought down by Louisville City with Kyle Adams. He goes back to West Sharpie, and Sharpie turns and plays it backward to Oliver Zimla in goal for Lou City, and the boys in purple take over in possession again. It's Tosh forward to Gibson wide right. It goes to Manny Perez, and he returns it on the inside right to Gibson, still in the defensive half. Gibson goes backward to Sharpie. Sharpie plays it to the right side to Tosh. Now it's Gibson once again on the inside right. A little bit of a heavy touch. Martinez came in for a challenge. Gibson got the pass off to Tellefson. But then it's taken away by Birmingham, and they have it now coming forward in the attacking half. Agadello plays into the air toward Nuegbo. Nuegbo chests it down to Martinez. His pass forward, though, cut out by Louisville City. Comes toward midfield where Kasim tries to bring it down. Harris trying to dive around him to win the ball back. But Birmingham still with it with Cronulay along the back line. Now Smith, the right back. He goes all the way back to the goalkeeper, Matt Van Okel, for the Birmingham Legion. And they will build from the back here as Van Okel stands on the ball with his foot on the ball in the D of the Birmingham penalty area. Hits a long ball into the attacking half, brought down by Nuegbo on the far sideline. He goes down under a challenge from Tosh. No foul call. Tosh takes the ball away. Tosh at midfield. Plays it forward on the ground. Right side, Lancaster on the far sideline, trying to control it. He couldn't really do it under a challenge there from Kavita. And Birmingham takes over with Prosper Kasim. Birmingham now with it with Mensa on the far sideline. Forward to Martinez. Under a challenge from Tellefson. And there's a foul against Rasmus Tellefson. And that'll give Birmingham a free kick in the middle of the field, the inside left in their defensive half. And that substitution at halftime, by the way, Dylan Maris coming out of the game, replaced by Wilson Harris. So Danny Cruz going with a little bit of a different look, bringing on another center forward. His two leading goal scorers on the season, each with five goals in their account. Wilson Harris and Cameron Lancaster on the field as Birmingham tries to build out of the back here. What do you what do you make of that switch, bringing on those two players in place of Dylan Mayer? It's a little bit of a different look. Well, as we're speaking about the change, I'm trying to identify where exactly Wilson's going to play. You know, when, when Dylan Mayer was on the field, you had him and in, in Winder underneath Lancaster, but now with Wilson in there, uh, I wonder if Elijah Winder will sit underneath the two strikers uh, and, and keep those guys high to be able to get some pressure to the center backs and then also uh, have an outlet when we, when Louisville City wins the ball. Louisville had the ball from a throw on the near sideline in the attacking half. Adams played a ball forward, and it goes all the way into the goalkeeper. And let's see what the call is here. Might have been an illegal back pass. No, it's just a foul, and a foul against Birmingham. So it gives Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in the attacking half on the near side of the left, about eight yards infield from the near sideline, maybe ten yards past the midfield stripe. Enzo Martinez 
in the face of Matthew Corrigan, the referee, arguing his case, pleading that that should not have been a foul against Birmingham. But Louisville will take possession here. Five minutes gone in the second half. Birmingham still in front, 2 to nothing. Louisville's had a couple of opportunities, and they've had the early momentum in the second half. And they can continue to build on that momentum right now from the fifth third free kick. It's hit high into the air, into the box from Jimenez towards Tosh, who is the intended target, and it's headed behind by Birmingham. They had the final touch there, the Legion. So it's a Wi-Fi corner for Lou City here from the far side, the Lou City right. Nearly six minutes gone in the second half, and Louisville knocking on the door to try and cut into this lead. Birmingham two goals in the first half. Yeah, good way to start the half. You're, you're five, six minutes into the half, and you've already seen, you know, three or four set pieces go your way. So uh, start to turn these, these set pieces into good chances and hopefully lead to goals. And Swinger off the left foot of Oscar Jimenez, who stands over the Wi-Fi corner. Here's his approach, and he hits it. Driven in toward the six-yard box, flicked on toward goal. It stays in play. It was not on target. Now it bounces behind. And it's going to be a goal kick to Birmingham. Lancaster up in arms, both arms raised high into the air, thinking clearly that was last touch by a Birmingham player. He let it go. He could have gotten it, Lancaster, but he let it go, thinking it was going to be a corner. Instead, it's just a goal kick. So Birmingham takes over with possession. Yeah, it looked like he hit his whistle for something, maybe a foul called on Louisville City, but uh, played as if it was a goal kick. Ball through down the middle from Birmingham, looking for Nico Brett, cut out there by Louisville City, and the boys in purple have it once again. Along the back line with Sharpies in the defensive half. Now Tosh on the inside right, still in the defensive half, but moving forward. Gets to the right of the center circle, crosses into the attacking half, Tosh, before he's met by a defender for Birmingham. He goes backward to Sharpie. Now wide right, it goes to Manny Perez, who had to come in in the first half for an injured Amadou Dia. Now Tosh swings it across the center circle from right to left to Kyle Adams. Center back in the attacking half, the New Zealander. Wide left, it goes to Jimenez. Clips the ball over the top for Lancaster, trying to battle with Kavita for it. Kavita goes back to the goalkeeper, Van Ockel. Louisville coming forward with pressure. Van Ockel hits it long, headed by Tellefson to Harris. The attack's still on. Gibson 30 yards away from goal. Drops it off backward to Tosh, playing in the attacking half. And now wide right, it goes to Manny Perez, dribbling forward, defended closely. A little bit of an awkward touch from Perez. Showed a lot of it to Prosper Kasim, who came over and won the ball. Kasim now under pressure as Birmingham has possession. They have it on the far sideline with Mensa. Middle of the field goes to Martinez, still in the defensive half. Tellison step for step. Martinez goes long. It's headed down by Tosh, and Louisville takes over again. Tellison tried to lay it off to Gibson, but those two down on the same page, and Martinez steps in to win it for Birmingham. He goes forward to Agadello into the attacking half now for Birmingham, drifting to the near side, the right. Agadello still with it as play slows down here more to a walking pace. He goes back to Corcoran, now into the defensive half. Cronulay, the right center back. With Lancaster in his back pocket, he gives it up to the near sideline. Agadello plays it forward to Smith. Smith trying to return it backward, but it's intercepted by Lancaster. Here comes Louisville. Winder forward, just outside of the box. Two on three right now. He's got Wilson Harris in the middle. Winder in the box on the near side, the left. Now Lancaster, top of the area, on his right foot. He's going to take aim with a shot, a bouncing drive. Saved off to the side by Van Ockel, diving to his left, and then cleared away by Mensa. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the right. Cameron Lancaster able to discard a defender and have a hit from about 25 yards. Took a bounce on the turf, and Van Ockel made the save. Yeah, good play from Cam. Drive into the space. He plays a good ball to Elijah Winder, who takes the space and ends up picking Cam out. Uh, I like the fact that Elijah didn't just play a ball into the box hopeless, hopeful. Uh, he picked Cam out, and Cam was able to get his shot off. So a throw for Louisville on the far side, the right. They get into the attacking final third where it's hooked away high into the air by a Birmingham defender. Ball up near midfield now. And it's going to be Louisville that retains possession. They go all the way back to the goalkeeper, Zimla. Now Adams at the center circle. Gibson in the attacking half. Inside left it goes Tellefson. Wide left now Jimenez. 
Nine minutes gone in the second half. Birmingham in front, two to nothing. But Louisville really working hard right now to try and find a goal and cut into that lead. They've got it left to the center circle with Adams. Now Sharpie to the right of the center circle. Adams once again dribbles into the attacking half. Gets the pass away to Tosh to the right side. At midfield, touches it into the attacking half. Forward to Lancaster, trying to knock it backward to Wilson Harris. It's intercepted by Birmingham. They have it on the far side, the left, with Brett. Actually, that's Nwegbo, I beg your pardon. He hits it long down the middle. No one making that run forward for Birmingham. The only player on the end of it is Zimla, the goalkeeper for Louisville City. And the boys in purple take over once again. Again in the second half, Louisville moving from right to left. Birmingham moving from left to right. Birmingham in white at home. Louisville in purple on the road. Ball through down the middle for Elijah Winder, but he can't catch up to it. Would have been two on one. He had uh, Harris to his left, but Winder just couldn't stretch out his leg long enough to corral that ball and bring it under his control, and it rolls into the arms of Van Oakle, the goalkeeper. Yeah, really good run from Elijah there, uh, trying to recognize where space is being vacated. Now that you have Wilson and Cam Lancaster up top, they're pulling those center backs apart. So uh, you can tell that Louisville City's playing with some confidence. They've come out uh, with some good energy. So uh, it's important that they don't try to throw the bus at it. Uh, still lots of time to play. Uh, still lots of soccer to try to get back in this game. Louisville with 84% possession in the 10 minutes that we played in the second half here. So they've had all the momentum since the halftime break. Birmingham with it right now, though, in their attacking half. Louisville's defensive half, Martinez, gets around a challenge from Harris. Still he goes forward, plays it near side, Smith. Smith puts in a cross, and he overhit it high into the air and nowhere near the intended targets on the back post. It drifts over the advertising boards, and behind it's going to be a goal kick to Louisville City here. Young Colin Smith. Just 19 years old, he'll turn 20 in December out of Jacksonville. Aloni from FC Dallas of Major League Soccer in his third season as a pro, his first in Birmingham in the USL. Just got his cross wrong there as Louisville tries to build out of the back from the goal kick. Some confident play at the back by Zimla under pressure. The goalkeeper looking like Ederson of Man City, just keeping the ball away from a defender charging in his face. And Louisville gets a throw on the near side the left. Some nervy moments there, but... Zimmer looked confident there, George. What did you make of that little play? Yeah, it's not what you want to see. You know, he didn't look the most comfortable doing it, but it, it worked out for him. Louisville with the ball now in the middle of the field in the defensive half. Not under as much pressure as they were a moment ago. It's center back to center back, toast to Sharpie. And Sharpie has to go back, run under pressure from Brett to Zimla. He touches it forward to Tosh, who's got time and space. Touches it forward, Tosh. Hits it, drives it down the near sideline. A good ball to Jimenez. He brings it down with his right foot. Plays it into Harris on the inside left. He turns, now spins, dribbles forward, and he's knocked down by Cronulay, and it's a foul. And it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City, or is it just out for a throw? I think it was called for a foul. Had certainly looked a, like one. It is, yeah. Foul. Referee points to the spot, and Cronulay's got to be careful here. He's on a yellow card. He was shown a yellow card in the early moments of the second half, and he had that foul against Harris. So a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City, who trail it 2 to nothing. 12 minutes gone in the second half. This is going to come from the inside left, about 35, between 35 and 40 yards away. An opportunity for Louisville to have a set piece here with Oscar Jimenez. Only one player on the ball now for Louisville City, so it'll be the left foot of Oscar Jimenez. A one-man wall standing in front of him as well. He's going to swing this into a number of purple jerseys making runs. Here it comes, lofted into the back post. A player goes down for Louisville City. It's Adams. He wants a foul. No foul called. Sharpie keeps it alive. Now Tellison, he's going to put it across. No, he'll dribble in instead. Cuts it in. Here's Tellison. He'll put in a shot with his left and just got under it and was drifting well high over the bar and behind for a Birmingham goal kick. Rasmus Tellison, who has not scored this year in his first season with Louisville City, has only scored nine goals in his seven-year career, had an opportunity there, saw the opening, hit it with his less preferred left foot, 
and just didn't hit it very cleanly, not on target, a goal kick. Less preferred, I think you hit that one on the head, but he's done well to create space for himself. Uh, like I said, it's good to create the chances, but have to hit the target. Goal kick hit long by Van Okel. Louisville hits it forward with Adams. It's brought down on the near side, the right for Birmingham by Smith. An exchange of possession. Two teams just hitting it back and forth right now at midfield. Adams wins a header. Lancaster trying to bring it down, battling with Smith, but Smith wins the ball. He goes back to Van Okel, the goalkeeper. And then things getting a little bit physical right now. Pushing and shoving between Lancaster and Cronulay, and Lancaster shown a world of beer yellow card. And Lancaster, I believe, was the instigator there. He was late on a challenge against Smith. Smith went down. Cronulay seemingly had a word to Lancaster. Lancaster bumped his shoulder into Cronulay, and then those two went back and forth pushing and shoving. The referee came, called it back for the foul, and the only player booked in that instance was Cameron Lancaster of Louisville City, the world of beer yellow card to him. Yeah, he left something on Smith there. A bit unnecessary from Lancaster. Hopefully it's, it's not the frustrations oozing over. Uh, from the difficulty of the match. Uh, got to stay focused on the task at hand, and that's to get back in this game. Again, Louisville trailing it by two goals. So you can understand the frustrations there. And on a hot night on the turf, seems like hot temperatures always bring out the, the, uh, the temperatures internally as well. <laughs> 89 degrees it is right now down in Birmingham. Uh, high humidity as well, 48%. So on artificial turf as well, the conditions – not ideal, and trailing by two goals, I think you can kind of understand Lancaster's frustration as anger starting to boil over there, but he's a little bit lucky um, in that situation that didn't get worse. Yeah, Just a world of beer yellow card. You can see him chatting with the referees. Fair play to Cam. He's been getting kicked all night. Uh, they're, they're making it difficult for him, but even more reason why you have to stay stay composed. Here comes Louisville, long ball forward from Tellison. Jimenez giving chase, but uh, Kavita beats him to it, and Kavita elects to just play it safely out for a throw as Winder was up there as well with Jimenez. So Jimenez takes the throw on the near side of the left in the attacking final third just by the corner flag. Harris with it now to the left side. Inside left it goes Tellison at the top of the box. Turns to the right, plays it there on the ground. Tosh inside right, 25 yards away, driving into the box. Tosh well forward, 40 yards past midfield. Plays it wide right to Perez. Now inside right it goes to Gibson as Louisville works backwards. Near the center circle to Sharpie, but he's 10 yards in the attacking half. Switches field to the near side of the left. Chested down by Jimenez. Rolls it forward to Winder outside of the box on the near side of the left. Winder with his back to goal, working backwards, drifting away. Corcoran on his back, and he's able to win a throw, Winder, as Corcoran knocked it out for a throw. It's Jimenez who takes it on the near side of the left, and Louisville works it in the middle of the field. Sharpie inside right it goes now. Tosh still well forward. Ball on the ground forward into the D to Lancaster. Tried to lay it off to a teammate, Gibson, who made a run forward, but those two just not on the same page. It's taken away by uh, Martinez of Birmingham, and Birmingham takes over. Kasim goes backward to Kavita. Louisville pressing, trying to win the ball back in the attacking half for them. Kavita drops it off wide left to Mensa. Ball on the ground forward from Mensa to Brett at midfield. Goes back to Kasim. Actually, that's Nuegbo once again to keep getting them mixed up. Here's Agadello driving forward, though, into time and space into the attacking half. No one's picked him up yet. Juan Agadello, 30 yards away, into the box. Driven in shot, and it's just wide. Nico Brett had the opportunity there. Popped up on him a little bit off the turf. He swung his right foot through it on the half volley after it popped up, and he just couldn't put it on target. But Juan Agadello there, George, is the, the person I want to talk about because he drove 50 yards with the ball at his feet. No one picked him up for that opportunity. Yeah, it's not a player you want running at your back four with the ball in time and space. Uh, he did a really good job of being patient. Uh, once Wes Sharpie stepped to him, he was able to slip Brett in. Not the best first touch, but still was able to get his shot off and almost scored. As we get a look at it here, 
Played it through to Brett. There was a question of whether or not he was onside. I didn't see a flag. Brett just waiting for the ball in the penalty area, just a little bit to the left. And the ball took a little bit of an awkward pop off of his foot, tried to hit it out of the air, just couldn't get it cleanly, and it went behind for a goal kick. And after the ball's back in play now, it's out for a Birmingham, actually a Louisville throw on the near side of the left in their defensive half. As Juan Agadello was the player that played it out. He's crawling on his hands and knees right now, trying to play for a foul, I think. But he's back to his feet. He's okay. 63rd minutes. We've played about 18 minutes in the second half. Birmingham still in front, 2 to nothing. Two goals in the first half for them against Louisville. Four-game unbeaten run for City on the line here in this game. Here's Manny Perez doing some excellent work, driving into the box. He goes down under a foul. Is, there, is it given? It's not still loose. It's Gibson. He drives a shot in, blocked by Corcoran. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side, the right. Manny does well to get himself into the box. I'm surprised they didn't call the foul there. It uh, looked like he did enough, but well defended from Birmingham. So it'll be a throw in the final third, attacking final third for Louisville. Perez gets it into the box to Lancaster. Popped up high into the air. Lancaster with three white shirts around him. Loose ball finally, though, picked up by Lancaster. Wide right it goes to Perez. Back to Lancaster trying to spin. Falls to Harris. Trying to play it back to Lancaster. Cut out by Martinez. He brings it down outside of the box. Harris trying to win it back. He does on the end line. Harris driving in. Now another challenge comes in from Martinez. Those two going at it. Martinez goes down a third time, and now a foul called against Harris of Louisville City. It'll give Birmingham a free kick, and that'll end the threat for the boys in purple. Just a physical battle. Who wants it more between Wilson Harris and Enzo Martinez? Those two went at it about three or four times there, trying to win possession back for their teams. No card here, no booking for Harris, but it is a free kick and a foul, and Birmingham will get out of trouble. Yeah, I like seeing the the fight between those two players. Martinez is a clever player. He's not going to rush to get up. Uh, He's really good at getting his body in between uh, the opponent and the ball and and earns the foul there. So Birmingham will have this free kick just outside of their box, really on the end line. Eh, It's about eight yards past the end line, just outside of the box on the left. Van Okel, the goalkeeper, will take it, though. Hits it high and long into the attacking half where Noegbo heads it forward to Brett. He brings it down middle of the field. Agadello has it now. He's facing forward, drops it off backward to Martinez. He dribbles forward. Down the middle, Enzo Martinez comes. He's got a runner to his right at Smith. He plays it to him now just outside of the box. Louisville doing some defending here, trying to avoid a third goal for Birmingham. Martinez now, an opportunity cross. Instead, he plays it on the ground to Brett. Brett turns on his left, tries to play it backward, and gives it up. One by Wilson Harris, who came forward to intercept. And now Louisville trying to counter. Harris through to Elijah Winder. He's all alone, Winder, on the inside left, outside of the box, driving into the area. No one yet in the middle. Winder has to cut it back on his right foot. Still Winder goes, drops it off backward to Harris on his right. Harris's shot, was it deflected? It was. It's well wide, but it's a Wi-Fi corner. Two Louisville City from the far side of the right. Great job there from Elijah Winder to patiently wait for a teammate to come into the attack. Gave it up to Harris, and Harris's shot was blocked on its way through. Yeah, good play there from Louisville City. Elijah Winder seems one of the few players that wants to run in behind. Uh, you can see his stride and his pace. He's been giving the Birmingham defense a difficult time when he chooses to make that run. Uh, he was isolated with Cragnally. I'd love to see him try to take him on and get his shot off, but cuts back onto his right foot and tries to lay it off. 24 and a half minutes to go. Birmingham in front, two to nothing, but a VFI corner here for Louisville City from the far side, the right, an in-swing off the left foot of Jimenez. Here it comes, driven into the six-yard box, headed up by Cronule. It'll fall to Perez. Now Gibson, 35 yards away, just loops it into the right side of the box toward Tosh, and it'll bounce over everyone's head and behind for a Birmingham Legion goal kick. First cross, first uh, corner kick in was well defended there by Birmingham, and then the second ball forward from 
Gibson just ultimately not on target and bounced behind. Birmingham going to make a substitution here. They're going to bring on Mikey Lopez, and he is going to replace Diba Noegbo. Noegbo, the player that was uh, well involved in that first half, and Mikey Lopez will replace him. Lopez, a 30-year-old, turned 30 in February, playing in his 10th season as a pro and his 5th with the Birmingham Legion. He's played 111 appearances now for Birmingham in regular season league play, a veteran in the USL. That substitution, Lopez on, Wegbo off for Birmingham in the 67th minute with them in the lead 2 to nothing. brought to you by Fortna. Yeah, I think I thought Nwegbo had a really good game tonight. Uh, he was involved with both goals. The first goal, making the effort to keep the ball in play, leading to the, the ball across the box, and then obviously the second one, drawing the penalty. Mikey Lopez, experienced player, uh, another player that can good in possession, uh, skillful, and can make a final pass. So someone that Louisville City will have to be aware of. Lopez, a former Orlando City player. Were you guys teammates back in the day? I did not play with Mikey Lopez, but uh, played against him many a times. Played several par- parts of several seasons in Major League Soccer as well, Mikey Lopez. Parts of five seasons with Sporting Kansas City and New York City FC. 41 MLS appearances for the veterans, so a talented player as well. Birmingham with it now along their back line. They have it with Corcoran. He's able to spin against the challenge from Jimenez, does well. The teenager gives it a backward to Van Ockel, and Van Ockel just drives it forward. A long ball down the inside right channel, headed in the defensive half for Louisville by Adams, brought down by Agadello of Birmingham, but taken away by Tellefson. Good defensive work there by Rasmus. Forward it goes to Oscar Jimenez. He hits it with his left foot, switching fields from left to right, but no one making the run down the far right channel. Manny Perez finally lately arrives, but that's after Birmingham takes over. They have it with Kasim on the far side, the left, trying to play it in the middle to Martinez. Elijah Winder there first to it. He tried to play it off of Martinez out for a throw, and he did so successfully. So Louisville with a throw on the far side, the right, and Louisville's going to go to the bench here. In the 69th minute, Tellefson's going to come off, and Lancaster is going to come off. And the two players coming on, Niall McCabe to make for him his 12th appearance of the season. But the headline is Jorge Gonzalez. He checks in here. He's not played in a game since June 3rd. That's a run of 14 games total for Louisville City, 12 league games, 14 games if you include the two international friendlies that they played. So welcome back, Jorge Gonzalez. Those substitutions, Gonzalez and McCabe on for Tellison and Lancaster, both brought to you by Fortna. Yeah, excited to see Jorge back on the field. Really good player. He can play all over the front four, front five positions. Uh, looks like he'll be uh, set up next to Wilson. Wouldn't be surprised if he plays a little bit more inverted, a little bit more underneath, uh, as opposed to Lancaster, who is uh, an out-and-out nine. We're in the 69th minute, 21 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Birmingham still leads 2 to nothing, but Louisville has had more of the ball in the second half. They have it now with Jimenez in the attacking half. He takes a hit from distance, and it's not far away. It is wide. Oscar Jimenez, from about 30 yards away, drove it with his right foot, and it had a great shape to it. But Van Ockel may have had it covered. It just fizzed wide of Van Ockel's right post. What a hit from Oscar Jimenez. I would imagine about a foot away from scoring a spectacular goal for Louisville City. Yeah, I think he surprised everybody with that strike. As you said, great strike from Oscar Jimenez. Uh, Kept it under the bar just a little bit wide. Yeah, would have bent perfectly into that top corner, but just maybe six inches wide of the post. And Van Ockel had to be thanking his lucky stars that it was. It's a goal kick. Van Ockel hits it long into the attacking half. It's sent back by Louisville City. Jorge Gonzalez chasing it. Nearly got there as Cavita waited for Van Ockel. Those two collided. Van Ockel going down injured. And Mensa plays it out uh, out of play as Van Ockel goes down to the ground. An awkward play at the back for Birmingham. 
Jorge Gonzalez fresh into the game, full of energy, chasing that ball. And Fonwell Cavita, the center back, was just letting the ball linger between him and the goalkeeper. He was trying to let Van Ockel come off of his line for it. And finally, with Gonzalez bearing in, Van Ockel got there. He collided, I believe, with Cavita, and it looked like some knee-to-knee contact. So Van Ockel, Matt Van Ockel, the 36-year-old, down injured right now with 20 minutes to go. A little bit of an awkward play, George. Yeah, a little awkward, as you said. It didn't look like much, uh, even from the replay. It doesn't look like, but it did seem a little awkward. Could be uh, some time-wasting tactic from Von Oko, or he could could have a legitimate injury. He's down on his back right now, receiving treatment. Again, on a hot night, we had a hydration break in the first half. So maybe this could play as the hydration break. They're not, not calling it yet. Both teams remaining out on the field, but Birmingham certainly walking over to get some water from the athletic trainer who's come on. And I would imagine for both teams on a hot night on artificial turf, a much-needed break right now with 20 minutes to go plus stoppage time. A check of the stats here in the game, and it is eight shots apiece evenly split between the two teams. Four on target for Birmingham, two on target for Louisville City. Actually, nine shots now for Louisville City. So the boys in purple have outshot Birmingham on the official stat sheet. And in the second half, it's been all loose City. Five to one in terms of shots. Neither team, though, with an effort on target. Louisville with a 55% possession advantage in the second half. But still, they trail it by two goals to Birmingham. And with plenty of time yet to go, George, but... It feels like if Louisville's going to stand a chance to get a point on the road here and come from behind, a goal in the next five or ten minutes really feels necessary. Earlier the better for sure, but also no time, no room to panic, no reason to panic. Uh, Still plenty of time. Have to go one goal at a time. Uh, You're not going to win the game uh, with one goal. So just get the first one, uh, get the momentum back on the game, and then let the the second one come through. And Oakle stays in the game. And after the referee drops the ball, he hits it long, the goalkeeper that was just injured. And Birmingham has it now in the attacking half. With 18 minutes to go, they lead it 2 to nothing. At midfield, they have it with Mikey, Lope- Mikey Lopez, the player that checked in a few moments ago. And he's able to win a throw for his team on the far sideline, the left. And they will drop it off here, Birmingham, for Mensa to take the throw. The left back getting about 15 yards forward into the attacking half on the far sideline. Standing with the ball over his head, throws it in. Toward the box, it's knocked down by Louisville City, a loose ball brought down by Kasim, 30 yards away from goal, is able to spin with a little turn on the ball. Corcoran now with it, through it goes to Agadello on the inside right, wide right it goes to Smith, the right back, playing well forward. Now Agadello once again inside right, 30 yards away. Corcoran back to Agadello, Louisville with defensive work to do. Smith, Agadello once again, defended by McCabe. Corcoran returns it to Agadello, and Agadello's pass this time intercepted by Adams. Loose ball, though, off the foot of Adams, and it's cleared away by Sean. Actually, that's Wes Sharpie at the top of the Louisville box. An exchange of headers here to fall to Jorge Gonzalez at midfield, trying to keep it alive against Mikey Lopez. Gonzalez does really well, gets it off to McCabe. Can Harris get there? No, it's cleared away by Cavita out for a Louisville throw on the near side of the left at the midfield stripe. It'll be Oscar Jimenez to take it with 16 and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the game. Jimenez standing about eight, five, eight yards past midfield, throws it into Harris, brings it down under a challenge, under with a defender on his back, rather, goes into Jorge Gonzalez, and he's fouled. Mikey Lopez called for the foul. Gonzalez holding his right ankle, but he's okay. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. On the near side, the left in the attacking half, maybe 40 yards from goal, another set-piece opportunity for Louisville City as Gonzalez, fresh into the game moments ago, draws the foul. 
Yeah, another set piece opportunity. Now with Niall McCabe on the field, uh, Oscar Jimenez, his, set, his service has been good, uh, but now you bring a different element with, with Niall and what he can deliver. So it'll be an in-swinger off of McCabe's right foot or an out-swinger off the left foot of Jimenez. It'll be McCabe. He hits it high into the air toward the back post, and it's just over the head of Kyle Adams, the intended target. Maybe Adams jumping a little bit late as well, but that was always going to be a big task to direct that ball on target or toward a teammate. It's over his head by a few yards and bounces behind for a goal kick to Birmingham. And here is where Birmingham is comfortable taking their time. Van Okel is, in fact, taking his gloves off. So maybe that injury to Van Okel proving to be too much for him to continue in the game. Uh, or, in fact, it's probably just because we're having a water break. Here's the hydration break that I thought maybe we might have gotten a few moments ago. So 15 minutes to go, and Van Okel taking his gloves off, not because he's being pulled from the game, but just because it is a hydration break as the two teams come back to the near sideline. Again, on a very hot night down in Birmingham with a temperature in the upper 80s as we move toward the evening. This will work a little bit like a timeout, not something you see often in soccer, but an opportunity as Danny Cruz stands in the middle of his team huddled around him. He is giving instructions to his squad. What do you think the message is here from Danny to his team? With 15 minutes to go, they trail it by two goals. The game right there for them if they can get a goal back. Birmingham really hasn't been that threatening in the second half. All of the threat has been with Louisville City, but they've really not been able to generate a clear-cut chance to put one on target. Yeah, believe is definitely at the root of the messaging, right? Still believe that you can get some from the game, if not win it. Uh, I would imagine that he's going to ask uh, wingbacks to get a lot higher up the field uh, with Manny and Oscar and start to get balls into the box. We have Jorge and Wilson on the field now uh, who are both good at players in the box. Elijah Winder, who's been running in behind and is constantly trying to be a threat. Uh, so it's going to be important that instead of just maintaining possession the last 15 minutes, uh, that they're able to create some chances, get the balls in the box, uh, try to be creative in and around the 18, and shoot. Make sure you shoot and get the ball on target. And for what it's worth for Louisville City, they have no more substitution windows. They've used all three substitution windows. So the options now are on the field for Danny Cruz and Lou City. The team on the field is going to be have, going to have to be the team that pulls this out for the boys in purple if they're going to keep this four-game unbeaten run alive. Ball back in play. From a goal kick after the hydration break, Van Okel hits it long for Birmingham into the attacking half with 13 and a half minutes to go. It's knocked down. Loose ball picked up here by Adams on the near side. The left for Louisville City. He drives it forward with his left foot toward midfield where it's intercepted by Mikey Lopez. He clips it high into the air. A collision between Corcoran and McCabe. McCabe goes down holding his head. And I believe the referee is just going to pause play here because of the head injury. No foul. But as you're expected to do as a referee these days, he pauses play for the head injury and calls on the athletic trainer. As we get a look at the replay, it was a flying elbow there from Corcoran that caught McCabe in the back of the head, it looks like, as Corcoran went up to try and win the ball in the air. McCabe appears to be okay, but uh, he tried to tried to play for a foul there, I think, Niall McCabe. Well, it looked like he, he claimed a head injury. It uh, didn't look like much, but because uh, the referee blew his whistle, McCabe's going to have to come off the field and be waved on uh, when they restart. And it's going to be a drop ball to Birmingham as McCabe runs off the field. He'll probably have to wait a moment before coming back on as we're back underway. The referee waves McCabe back onto the field. So not much of a moment. But as is protocol, when a head injury happens, you have to come off the field. Ball forward from Birmingham outside of the Louisville box, headed away by Adams. Another header here in the midfield by McCabe. And then a loose ball intercepted, picked up by Sharpie, driving forward. 
Wide right it goes Manny Perez in the attacking half. Louisville trying to come up with a late goal here to cut the lead in half. Uh, just outside of the final 10 minutes. We've got 12 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Tosh, well forward in the attacking half. Drops it off wide right to Manny Perez. He dry, plays it in the middle. Actually, that was uh, t- uh, McCabe on the far sideline. He played it into Manny Perez, intercepted by Birmingham. They play it forward. Knocked down by Gibson. Birmingham wanted a handball, no handball given, and Louisville takes the ball back. Here's McCabe with it on the inside right. Backwards it goes to Tosh to the right of the center circle. Across the center circle, Adams in the attacking half. Wide left now, Oscar Jimenez looking to maybe drive a ball into the box. Instead, he'll play it on the ground to Gibson. Gibson ball forward in the air over the head of everyone. Gonzalez was the intended target, but it was over his head, and it bounces behind for a Birmingham goal kick here. Not sure that's the best decision. You can see Birmingham now. uh, They're in the no rush to get out of the block. They're sitting pretty deep. Uh, They're just going to wait for their moment at this point, Uh, defend probably the rest of the game. Uh, But Louisville City, as, as much as they're pushing, uh, have to be mindful of, of what Birmingham can do in transition. Birmingham scored five minutes in through Enzo Martinez and then scored 20 minutes after that on a penalty, smashed in by Nico Brett. And that is how we have arrived at this 2 to nothing score. Louisville with chances in the second half, but ultimately only able to put one shot on target out of six opportunities in the second half. They've been the better team since halftime with a 52% possession advantage, 6-1 to one, the shot count in the second half. But Louisville yet to break down this Birmingham team and get a goal back and really get back into the game as Birmingham still with the two-goal cushion. Louisville with the ball. Zimla drives it forward, the goalkeeper, down the middle towards the right side looking for Manny Perez where it's brought down by Birmingham. They have it with Corcoran now. Drops it off backward to Smith, the right back. He hits the ball forward down the right side toward Agadello. He's beaten to the ball by Adams who turns and hits it forward, but errantly and it's out for a Birmingham throw. On the near side, the right with just over 10 minutes to play plus stoppage time in this game. And every time the ball goes out, Birmingham a little bit slow to get the ball back in play, just trying to kill off the precious seconds on a hot night and just kill the game as much as they can on a moment-by-moment basis. They have it here on the far side, the left with Kasim. Backwards it goes to Mensa. Spins against the challenge from McCabe. Spins once again against McCabe. Those two going at it. McCabe goes down, and it is a foul against Mensa. Moses Mensa, the Canaan. And a free kick for Louisville City. And not just a foul, but a world of beer yellow card for Mensa here. As McCabe once again saying that a hand caught him in the face. He went down to the ground, and it's a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City in their defensive half toward the right side, about 20 yards shy of midfield. Yeah, wild hands there, it seems. Caught McCabe right in the face. Uh, You know, sometimes it doesn't seem like much. Excuse me, but it can be dangerous sometimes. So Louisville with possession here, and again with... Now nine minutes to go plus stoppage time. They need to find something offensively here to get themselves back in the game and give themselves the opportunity late to do what Birmingham did to them, score in stoppage time to get points on the road. For Birmingham, it gave them a victory back on July 22nd at Lynn Family Stadium. Louisville City hoping for two goals right now to get a point away from home, and they have a corner here. They hit it long down the inside right. Harris was up there, and he's able to win this Vi-Fi corner. For Louisville City from the far side, the right will be the fourth corner of the game for the boys in purple. Kavita tried to use his strength there. Wilson Harris did well not to stop, continue to fight, and earns his team a corner kick. So McCabe jogging over to take it for Louisville City with eight and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time. It'll be an outswinger off of his right foot. Again, for the fourth by-fi corner of the night for the boys in purple. 
Two players on the goal line. Here it comes in from McCabe, headed away by Smith at the edge of the six-yard box. Picked up by Martinez for Birmingham outside of the box with Perez on his back. He turns and hits it long, gets it out of, out of danger. Brett brings it down physically against Oscar Jimenez and then dribbles around a challenge from Sharpie. Brett does really well, hits it forward to Kasim into the attacking half. He slows it down, though, as Louisville drops numbers back defensively. Prosper Kasim dribbles forward, now turns and plays it backward to the back line to Mensa, and Birmingham will knock the ball around here and try and take the air out of the ball with a two-goal lead with eight minutes to play. Really well done, I thought, there from Nico Brett to really keep Louisville at bay as Louisville tried to win the ball back quickly. Yeah, I agree. He showed good strength, held the ball up, allowed his teammates to get forward and join him. Uh, now Birmingham's able to maintain possession and make Louisville City work a little more. Ball goes all the way back to Van Ockel. He hits it long down the middle. Header from Adams into the center circle where Sharpie, I beg your pardon, where McCabe goes up with Corcoran. Falls there to Agadello. Clear off of his toes by Adams. Loose ball picked up on the far sideline by Birmingham in their attacking half still with Kasim as Corcoran is down in the center circle uh, holding his toes. And I believe Kasim is going to play it out to allow the athletic trainer to come on to check on his teammate. This Birmingham team, by the way, not particularly deep. They have significantly fewer players on their roster than Louisville City does and then do most teams in the USL. And if I'm not mistaken, let me check on this. Louisville's making a substitution here. I'm not sure they should be allowed to because they've used – no, they've only used two windows. I was mistaken. Two substitutions in one window. So this is the third and final substitution window for Louisville City. My error earlier. It's Ray Serrano coming on in place of Elijah Winder. That substitution with just minutes to play plus stoppage time brought to you by – Fortna. So this is the final window of opportunity for Danny Cruz to change the game. And he brings on Ray Serrano here as Corcoran is being checked out by the athletic trainer. Yeah, Ray Serrano coming on. He's a lively player. Uh, Danny Cruz knows he's going to work and he's going to be a little bit different than some of the other players that have been on the pitch for Louisville City. Uh, we'll see if he can make an impact on this game and hopefully create some chances and get on the end of something. Serrano, the 21-year-old, has not scored this season. He's had a couple of assists. This is the 16th appearance for him. He started six times for Danny Cruz, the youngster that came out of the Seattle Sounders system, joined Louisville City last year, and has had uh, quite a role over the last couple of years, but hasn't really quite moved into the position maybe where he would have wanted to be with Brian Ombi uh, leading him uh, in terms of playing time in that attacking area for Louisville City. A substitution here for Birmingham as well. They're going to bring on Jake Roof to replace Prosper Kasim as Corcoran has had to come off the field as well. That substitution, Rufon Kasim off, brought to you by Fortna for Birmingham, just the second substitution of the night for the Legion. They still have one more substitution to make. As we have just over five minutes to go, the ball back in play. It's put into the hands of Van Okel, the goalkeeper for Birmingham and Louisville with five minutes to try and save themselves here and save this four-game unbeaten run. Van Okel hits it long, headed by Tosh in the defensive half for Louisville. Falls to Martinez on the far sideline. He clips it forward. It's brought down outside of the box by Birmingham with Agadello. He hits it in toward Roof, who just checked into the game. He's going to get there on the end line and keep it alive by the corner flag. And he plays it off of Oscar Jimenez for Louisville City out for a Birmingham throw on the near side. The Birmingham right in the attacking final third for them. Have to find ways to get the ball forward. Uh, any moment Birmingham is presented to kill time, they're going to do it. Uh, as you can see, uh, getting players around the ball, getting the ball forward is vital. Smith outside of the box, putting it across, and it's deflected by Gibson behind, and it'll be a corner for Birmingham from the near side, their right side, and they are walking forward to take this corner 
with four and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time. Every precious second ticking away for Louisville City right now, looking more and more like the boys in purple are going to go down with a loss on the road. It's going to be Corcoran to take the corner. The teenager, an outswinger off of his right foot. Here it comes. He puts it in toward the near post, headed behind once again by Louisville City's Wilson Harris. And it's going to be another corner for Birmingham. That one hit to the near post, looking for Nico Brett. Harris beat him to the ball and knocked it behind. Well defended there from Wilson Harris. Uh, still got to stay disciplined here. The last thing you want to do is concede. With just under four minutes to go, plus stoppage time. It'll be Corcoran to take it once again. He's got Martinez as a short option if they want to keep it over by the corner flag and kill time, which they might do here. They do. They play it into Martinez. Instead, he will cross in toward the back post, and it's just over the head of Cavita, the intended target, and it'll drift out of play past the far sideline for a Louisville City throw. And unlike Birmingham, Louisville sprinting for the ball, trying to keep this game alive. They've got to get a goal here really soon if they want to stand a chance. There probably will be a decent chunk of stoppage time to come in about three minutes, but they've got to get a goal here really quickly. They put it forward. In the middle of the field, they swing it wide left to Kyle Adams. He's coming forward still in the defensive half. Here's Gibson just shy of the center circle with a defender in his face. That's Brett. Gives it up to Adams, and now Sharpie in the middle of the field. Just about eight yards shy of the midfield stripe. Here's Tosh crossing into the attacking half. Puts it forward down the middle of the field towards Jimenez. Left side of the box. He brings it down. He's onside outside of the area. Oscar Jimenez across to the back post. Gonzalez tried to hit it out of the air. It'll stay in play. Can Manny Perez keep it alive? No, it rolls past the inline for a Birmingham goal kick. Jimenez's cross to the back post. Jorge Gonzalez tried to go for the spectacular because the ball was behind him. Tried to reach back with his foot and direct it on target. Just couldn't bring it down cleanly, and it goes behind for a Birmingham goal kick. Yeah, that would have been special. He tried something acrobatic there with the scissor kick. Uh, you, you like to see him try to get his head on it, redirect it, so then maybe it can stay in play and someone else can get on the end of it. But uh, can't fault the effort. So the goal kick. For Birmingham here with just over two minutes to go, plus stoppage time. We had six minutes of stoppage time in the first half. I would imagine something similar in the second half. We'll see exactly how much we have as the goal kick is sent long and out for a Birmingham throw at midfield on the far side of the left. And again, Birmingham not in a hurry to take it with a two-goal advantage for them, looking to end for them what is a four-game winless run that includes three consecutive losses. Their last victory was against Louisville City way back on July 22nd. So they can make it back-to-back wins against the boys in purple over the space of six games. Ball forward from the throw, and it's out for a Louisville throw now. On the far side, the right in the defensive final third for Louisville City. Trying to take it quickly with a minute and a half to go, plus stoppage time. Tosh puts the ball down the far sideline towards Harris, who chests it down with two white jerseys around him. He gives the ball away. Mensa comes out of the crowd with it. Back it goes to Cavita. He hits it long and forward, and Nico Brett caught the ball. He was claiming he was fouled from behind. He just caught it right in his chest. He was claiming he was pushed from behind, but the referee gives Louisville City a fifth-third free kick for that handball, I assume. No foul against Louisville that Brett wanted. So Louisville with possession now. He tried to earn himself a foul by catching the ball. Uh, interesting tactic there from Nico Brett, but uh, not enough in it for the referee. Good to see. Minutes ago plus stoppage time. Louisville needing a goal really desperately right now to try and Make something of this game. Ball forward from Jimenez to Gonzalez. Flicked on his header. McCabe making the run, but it's too far in front. Van Okel off of his line. Falls on the ball and lays on the ground. And he is going to take every second he can here. Matt Van Okel again. A veteran we mentioned. 15-year pro. This is the 266th game of his career. So he is full of all of that veteran poise laid on in a game that you need so desperately 
to try and see out all three points for Birmingham. He hits it long Van Oakle into the defensive half for Louisville. Sharpie a header. Header back and forth between the two teams. Ball picked up on the ground by McCabe, and Louisville has possession with 15 seconds to go plus stoppage time. Wide right it goes to Manny Perez. He drives forward down the far sideline, gets outside of the box, tried to play it through to Ray Serrano. Mensa intercepted and played it off of Perez for a Birmingham throw on the far side the Birmingham left in their defensive half. And we have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. And the referee is added a minimum of seven minutes to this game. We thought we'd see a good chunk of time. We do see a good chunk of time. Seven minutes for Louisville to try and turn this thing around. They trail it two goals to none. Both goals coming in the first half for Birmingham. And from the Birmingham throw, Louisville wins the ball back. McCabe with it in the center circle. Just to the right side of it at the midfield stripe. Gibson, now Sharpie in the center circle. Coming forward, Louisville City. Into the attacking half, Sharpie. Wide left to go, Serrano. Cuts it in on his right foot. Plays it middle of the field, Gibson. 40 yards away from goal. Gibson plays it to the inside right. Tosh, who's well forward. Wide right now, Manny Perez. Ball pops up on him a little bit. He has to drift backward. Plays it backward to Tosh. Tosh touches it forward. Puts in a cross into the penalty area. Looking for Harris. Headed away by Cronulay. Picked up by Adams. The attack's still on. Wide right it goes. Left, I should say, to Jimenez. Adams left foot across into the box. Headed away by Birmingham. It's going to be picked up on the far side by Manny Perez. We played a minute of the seven in stoppage time. Wide right, McCabe. Ball on the ground forward, Serrano battling with Mensa. Serrano, is he able to win a corner? No, it is out for a Birmingham throw, actually, on the far side, the left. Serrano on the far sideline turned and played it off of Mensa, and the ball rolled past the sideline. And now Birmingham will make their final substitution of the game. Gabriel Alves is going to come into the game, a 23-year-old Brazilian, and he's going to replace Nico Brett, Alves a defender, Brett an attacking player. So Tom Sohn, the head coach for Birmingham, is going to try and close up shop here in stoppage time. He takes off a forward who scored a penalty in the first half and brings on a defender, Alves. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. Definitely a tactical decision. The last few pieces of service from Louisville City have come from kind of early service. You want to try to get in behind. How can we turn the center backs and the outside backs towards their own goal for Birmingham? Uh, looking, you want to try to create some better chances than what we've seen from Louisville City. Possession is not going to do it right now. Five minutes to go. Louisville with the ball outside of the box on the left side. Jimenez drops it off to Gonzalez. Dribbles around a challenge from Smith. Jorge Gonzalez works his way into the box. Gets the pass away. It's cleared away by Mikey Lopez. He hits it all the way into the midfield area where Agadella brings it down nicely. And here comes Birmingham forward. Roof with it with time and space. He's got two runners in the middle. Roof will switch fields from right to left. A great ball. Brought down outside of the box by Birmingham. They have it now, and they will slow it down finally. Maybe an opportunity there to add a third, but Birmingham will instead slow it down. They have it with Corcoran. He gives it back to Lopez. But bad pass from Lopez looking for Corcoran. and gives it to Louisville City. And here come the boys in purple with just over three minutes to go uh, in stoppage time. Ball out for a Louisville throw on the far sideline at midfield. McCabe will take it. Forward it goes to Serrano. Back to McCabe. He clips it in the air down the far sideline for Harris, but it's out of play. And it's a Birmingham throw here with four minutes to go in the minimum of seven in stoppage time. Just difficult to see right now for Louisville City. They just look out of ideas going forward. And they need something to happen quickly or else this is going to finish in a loss and in that four-game uh, unbeaten run for Louisville. Ball forward from Birmingham to Roof into space. He's in the attacking half, driving in toward the Louisville box. Jake Roof with it in the box now. Now cuts it backwards and drops it off backwards to Corcoran. Corcoran to Lopez. Further backward it goes to the back line, Cronulay. He plays it in the air wide left to Mensa. 
Mensa forward. It goes to Enzo Martinez. He plays it through on the ground. Zimla off of his line to claim it. And Louisville takes over. And this has got to be pretty much everything forward right now for Louisville City, George. Yeah, I agree. Push the whole team forward, get the ball upfield. Uh, still trying to play short, though. As you see, another turnover. Uh, now Enzo Martinez in Birmingham attacking the goal. Yeah, Enzo Martinez ball into Agadello on his right foot. He's going to have a shot. It's blocked off the toes of Tosh, high into the air. Roof trying to keep it alive for Birmingham. Couldn't collect it, and it bounces in the arms of Zimla, who uh, caught it on the bounce running off of his line. Birmingham nearly turning Louisville City over there into an opportunity to score with three minutes to go uh, in stoppage time here in Birmingham as we bring you the game from Lynn Family Stadium where the national anthem is underway ahead of racing Louisville's game tonight. It's out for a Louisville City throw here on the near side, the left. Adams takes it into Serrano in the defensive half. Two and a half minutes to go. Louisville desperate to try and find a goal late on here to make something of this game late. Wide right outside of the box is Manny Perez. Thought about putting it across. Instead, he'll step on the ball. Uh, delaying for a long time. Plays it back to Serrano. His cross knocked down by Birmingham in the box. Martinez on the end of it. Walking forward, he plays it to Lopez, and now it's out of the box. Far wide left it goes for Birmingham. They hit it forward to Agadello where it's headed by Sharpie. Brought down by McCabe. Harris with it outside of the box for Louisville. But he can't control it. Knocked off of his feet by Birmingham. And tell you what, George, Birmingham has done a pretty good job whenever Louisville has gotten into a promising position. They've been there defensively to at least deter the Louisville City players, kind of knock them away from the ball as we have a collision near midfield. And it's going to be a foul against Louisville and a booking here, a world of beer yellow card shown to a Louisville City player. Not sure which one was called there for the foul. I believe I maybe, maybe. Yeah, go ahead, George. No, I was going to say maybe Sharpie. But, yeah, to your point, you know, it's it's been a tough night for Louisville City. Uh, not as many ideas. Looks a little bit deflated right now, especially, you know, I'm sure the elements have gotten to him. Uh, the referee's not helping. Got to stay composed. Yeah, World of Beer yellow card shown to Wes Sharpie. Already the fifth booking of the night, the second, or the third, rather, to Louisville City for Sharpie, his fifth yellow card of the season. And with just a minute to go and the minimum of seven of stoppage time, Birmingham is going to have this free kick in their attacking half a few yards past the midfield stripe. And surely they'll play this down the sideline, maybe to the corner, and try and kill this game off. Mensa hits it forward, deflected on its way through, and it's brought down by Louisville with Gibson, but the referee blows his whistle for an offside flag, I believe. Two balls on the field. Ah, it is what it is. Two balls on the field, so it's going to give it back to Birmingham for the free kick. They retake the free kick, hit by Martinez this time, looking for Smith, making a run down the right side, cut out by Adams. Serrano on the ball now as he slips and falls, but is able to recover. Battling with Smith, Smith comes in, and it's a foul against Birmingham and a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City, middle of the field in the defensive half. We've got just seconds to go in the minimum of seven. And Louisville needs two goals to find a point on the road. Ball forward down the far side. Manny Perez on the end of it. Driving in toward the box. Mensa defending. Shoulder-to-shoulder challenge. Perez goes down. No foul. And Mensa recovers the loose ball for Birmingham. We have hit the 97-minute mark. It's just seven minutes minimum in stoppage time. So the referee surely looking at his watch. Ball hit long forward from Birmingham, and that's it. The referee blows his whistle, and Louisville City... Loses on the road at Birmingham. Two goals in the first half for the Legion. Martinez scoring five minutes in. Brett scoring in the 24th minute from a penalty drawn by Noegbo. And Louisville City has the four-game unbeaten run end in Alabama. Birmingham 
turns a four-game winless run around and beats Louisville City for the second time this season. They won at Lynn Family Stadium. They went tonight at Protective Stadium in Alabama, and Louisville City goes down in defeat. More to talk about, lots to talk about in the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show. We're bringing it to you live from Lynn Family Stadium. We'll talk about the game that's happening here as well in the postgame, racing Louisville before a record crowd tonight. We'll take on Angel City, but Louisville City goes down and defeat the final score 2 to nothing in favor of Birmingham. Uh, we will step aside here on ESPN 680-1057. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome into the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. The final score tonight brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. Birmingham Legion to Louisville City, nothing. The boys in purple go on the road and lose tonight to end a four-game unbeaten run for them that dated back a couple of weeks' time. And just not the night Louisville City would have won. George Davis the fourth, alongside me, Jeff Milby, this evening. We're bringing you the game 
live from Lynn Family Stadium where Racing Louisville is underway just a couple of minutes into the game for the Ladies in Lavender, Big Perp. They're taking on Angel City in their Fill the Fam game, and a strong crowd is filed in. Over 10,000 tickets sold for this game. It's going to be a record crowd for Racing Louisville. We will talk a little bit about this game as well during this post-game show. But, George, just not the night Louisville City would have won it. They trailed five minutes in. Enzo Martinez finishing off an early opportunity for Birmingham. Birmingham added a second on a clearly drawn penalty by Nwegbo. Brett put the penalty away through the fingertips of Oliver Zimler, the Louisville City goalkeeper. And really, that was all that Birmingham needed. Louisville had lots of possession in the second half, lots of opportunities in the second half, but not many of them clean and on target. And they just looked a little bit out of ideas late on in the game. Uh, not the night that Danny Cruz and company wanted. Yeah, it always seemed a little bit uphill, you know, when you concede five minutes into the game. Uh, it changes the, the mentality. It changes the mindset going into the match. So uh, being on the road, earlier kickoff, uh, heat was definitely a factor. The turf was definitely a factor. Uh, but there's no excuses for the group, I'm sure. Uh, when you give up goals, you know, critical moments, the team's defended so well over the last few games and has been able to produce some chances and produce goals. So uh, to to not get that tonight, I'm sure, is a bit frustrating, not only for uh, Coach Cruz and the staff, but also for the players. Uh, they definitely want to, you know, continue to push for the top of the table. Uh, and I'm sure the group is not happy with where they stand. Uh, but good thing is there's still plenty of football still to be played this year, uh, still tight in the standings and, and can still push them themselves up to get some home games for the playoffs. So hopefully the boys uh, can rebound well. Um, they'll have a, a week's time to prepare for the next opponent, and uh, you know it'll be a, an important match for the group. Yeah, you mentioned the standings and where Louisville City is as compared to their goals. 37 points for the boys in purple. That has them in fifth place right now on goal differential behind Memphis 901. They are a full 10 points back of Pittsburgh, who are in first place in the standings in the Eastern Conference. And Louisville City with some time left. You mentioned, George, nine games to go in the regular season for Louisville City. And notably, we keep coming back to this on these broadcasts, but it's worth repeating Two games yet against Tampa Bay. They've not yet played this year. Those two fierce rivals who see each other every year in the playoffs seemingly. And Tampa Bay sitting in second place right now. So Louisville City with an opportunity against Tampa Bay to get a couple of late victories and move their way up the standings. It's right there for the taking. Louisville City just seven points back of Tampa for that number two spot in the Eastern Conference. So they could, with plenty of time left, win some games and move up the standings but they did not take a step in that direction tonight. Birmingham, by virtue of their win, by the way, they move up to sixth just behind Louisville City, four points back of Louisville with a game in hand on Louisville, by the way. And that ends a four-game winless run for Birmingham. They lost three straight games after defeating Louisville and Lynn Family Stadium. They tied their last time out against Sacramento, one of the best teams in the West. They lead the West Sacramento, by the way. And then Birmingham turned that around and won at home against Louisville City tonight. The next opportunity for Louisville City to play a week from tonight, back home at Lynn Family Stadium against the Oakland Roots. First two times, or first time those two sides will ever meet in a game. Oakland, a team that joined the USL uh, from NISA just a couple of years ago with a terrific fan base out in Oakland. They will be traveling across the country from California to Kentucky to take on Louisville City next week. That is August 26th. That is a 7 o'clock kickoff. The kickoff's moving earlier now, by the way. Uh, with summer starting to wind up, school back in session. So a 7 o'clock kickoff next Saturday for Louisville City against Oakland. We'll have our coverage beginning at 645 
in that game. Is there anything specifically that you would like to see differently from Louisville City over this week looking into that game, or is this just one where you say, you know what, it was a bad performance, we went on the road and got beat, put it behind us, bury the tape, don't worry about it? Ah, good question. Uh, definitely not the best performance, so you don't want to tear the group down. You don't want to hang your heads. Uh, as I said earlier, there's still a lot to play for. Uh, but for me, I, I want to see a little bit more fight from the group. Uh, there's so much quality in the team. Uh, when, you, when you watch other opponents and there's a question of uh, hard work or a question of if we're not the hardest working team on the field, uh, the fight, the grit, uh, some of that uh, is, goes a long way and it brings out the quality, you know. Uh, it's tons of quality, as I've said, on the field. Um, so we need to get our, our, the players playing to their potential, uh, playing to their capabilities. Uh, and, you know, I still believe this team can win a championship in Louisville City. Uh, they've, they've done it over and over, put themselves in positions to do so. Uh, so hopefully they can stay positive, stay confident, and, uh, you know, look forward to, to next week. Though they were not victorious tonight, remember, when Louisville City wins this season, you also win because Lou City has partnered with Wendy's to give you a free small frosty when they are victorious, no purchase necessary. The offer valid the day after a Louisville City victory. You can head to any participating Louisville Wendy's location to redeem. So no free small frosties tomorrow. Maybe they can get some next weekend uh, with a victory over Oakland the next time Louisville City hits the field. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the game that we are currently in attendance for. That is Racing Louisville against Angel City and Racing's Phil the Fam game. And we'll also talk a little bit about what is coming up with the Racing Louisville, Louisville City Foundation, counting towards the soccer ball this year for Louisville City and Racing Louisville. We'll chat about that with George Davis when we come back. It's the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post Game Show. Louisville City, a loser tonight on the road by a final score of 2 to nothing at the Birmingham Legion. And you're listening to us here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. You may have been born to be wild, but you weren't born to be dead from a needless motorcycle crash. So when you're even just a little impaired, you do not get your motor running. You do not head out on the highway. What you do is get a ride from a sober friend, a taxi or rideshare service, or public transportation. Because you may be looking for adventure, but you're not looking for trouble. Please ride sober. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. 
At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 1057 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season. Welcome back to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show. Louisville City losing tonight on the road at the Birmingham Legion. Their second loss of the year against Birmingham by a final score tonight of two goals to none. We're counting down, though, to the soccer ball this year. Wednesday, September 27th at the Galt House, the second annual fundraising event benefiting the Racing Louisville, Louisville City Foundation, who's Director, that's your title, right? Director of the foundation. George Davis IV is with us on the broadcast. So an opportunity to ask him about uh, the soccer ball. We talked about it before, but always a good opportunity to remind people of what's coming up, George. Just a few weeks away now, I guess a little bit over a month away now on September 27th. Yeah, we're always looking forward to it. It's going to be a big event, as you said, September 27th at the Galt House. LucityRacingFoundation.org if you want more information. Uh, Also, September 2nd, we'll be doing a clinic at the World Fest. Uh, at the Belvedere. So Saturday morning, September 2nd, uh, we'll be going at 10 a.m. Uh, look on all, our, all of our social channels or the website uh, to get yourself signed up and registered for that. Uh, going to be a good event. Hopefully we'll see some of our players out at the event on the weekend as well. So uh, lots of good things happening with the foundation. Uh, school's starting back up, so we'll be uh, running some more programming, some after-school programs, lots of clinics, uh, continue to support our youth uh, in and around Jefferson County and the surrounding uh, state of Kentucky. So, uh, yeah, as you said, September 27th, we'd love to see everybody. Uh, Going to be an event, uh, celebration of the teams and the front office as well of soccer holdings uh, and also a fundraiser to benefit the Loose City Racing Foundation. And that World Fest event, that's Labor Day weekend. So the Saturday of Labor Day weekend, a good opportunity to get your kids out there for a clinic with some of the racing Louisville and Louisville City players and, and George himself, a former Louisville City player, Louisville City legend, so put that on your calendar as well. And the soccer ball, September 27th at the Galt House. Matt Fondy will be the keynote speaker of that event. Former Louisville City player, won the MVP of the USL back in 2015, Louisville City's inaugural year. So it'll be great to hear from him and to reminisce about the old days at Louisville Slugger Field and what used to be for Louisville City before we had the glamorous Lynn Family Stadium back when it was a little old uh, team. We didn't quite know what was in store, but Matt Fondy was a big part of that, so it'll be great to hear from him up on September 27th. We're here at Lynn Family Stadium racing Louisville in action against Angel City on their Fill the Fam fam night. It's going to be a record crowd. It is a record crowd of over 10,000 tickets sold. I would imagine close to 11,000 when all is said and done. And, George, just a quick thought as we wrap things up. Um, a great night for, for racing Louisville to see the num- this number of people come out to support them. The World Cup players are back. Savannah DeMello starting tonight. Ari Borges starting tonight. Um, it's just great to see this racing Louisville team back together. Wang Shuang as well starting tonight, the Chinese international who scored at the World Cup a couple of times. Um, it, it's, it's a great night for racing Louisville. Let's just see if they can come home with a victory. Yeah, like you said, it's a beautiful sight to look out and see the support uh, that they've got tonight. Uh, record crowd, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, and hopefully the, the ladies can put in a good performance and, and get a well, 
well-needed and uh, well-deserved result. So that'll do it for us this evening. Don't forget Soccer City coming up on Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Myself and Benton Newman catching you up on all things Louisville professional soccer, Louisville City and Racing Louisville. Also have phenomenal guests on that show, giving you fans direct access to the players and coaches and staff members involved with your two favorite teams. We had Ryan Dell on last week, the Racing Louisville GM. We had Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, on the week before that. And we always solicit fan questions, so Thursday nights at 6 o'clock for that. Don't forget Louisville City in action again next weekend at home against the Oakland Roots. 7 o'clock kickoff for that on August 26th. That's a Saturday night. LouCity.com slash tickets or 502. LouCity is the phone number, and we will have coverage beginning 15 minutes beforehand here on these same stations, ESPN 680 and 1057. The final score tonight brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. Birmingham 2, Louisville City nothing. The four-game unbeaten run is over for Lou City. For George Davis the fourth, for Spencer Brown back in our ESPN Louisville studios, I'm Jeff Milby. Thanks so much for joining us, and do join us again down the road. Uh, have a great evening. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. 